The recording is happening. Boom. All right, we're good. Whee! Okay. Chimichangas. <laughs> what is that one called? The the, no. the guava or something like that? Like, the quesalupa? The quesalupa, where it's just like they pull the apart. The new Taco Bell quesalupa? Yeah. It's delicious. I've never... I. The breakfast quesalupa is delicious. <laughs> I'll have to take your word on it. Um. Okay. We good? Uh. Yeah. I'm oh. now just more hungry than before. But <laughs> hold it in. Hello and welcome, episode nineteen, Geekishly Toku Podcast. Uh, my name, Jonathan John, who makes a lot Twitter co-host is me. I think I think that's my cue, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm Doctor Disco. Still going to be Doctor Disco for basically the rest of eternity. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Snarky Sean. And basically everywhere else under that name. Because reasons. You know. Branding. Yeah. Branding. Branding's a great thing. <laughs> Not only brand physical thing, but... You know. Let's get this show on the road. Okay. Um... So, we're going to start off with a little pat on the back to Sean a couple times. It was a very good week for Marvel be... Animation, okay? Two news items. <laughs> Two. That's yeah. a good week. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, let's see. First thing we've got on the docket is Ultimate Spider-Man gets a visit from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, just to um, preface this, um, the show already had an Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. there... It also takes place with S.H.I.E.L.D. and blah blah blah. But, um, Phil Coulson was the principal of their high school in the first few seasons. Or the first season. Principal Coulson. And voiced by Clark Gregg. Because at that time, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't a thing. It was in development and he had yet to have been killed off in the Avengers. Or was already killed off in the Avengers. I don't know. I, I think he was happened. already killed I don't off remember. In this was four years ago, and uh, my brain can't hold that information. But this would be the second time they're crossing over, and we get our favorite S.H.I.E.L.D. lovebirds slash lab rats. Fitz and Fitz Simmons. Simmons. And they have to deal with the Spider-Verse, Spider-Men, the Web Warriors... On top of that, they have to deal with Stoner Iron Fist, Squirrel Girl, and Luke Cage as a teenager. Because they're all high schoolers. It's great. Shenanigans happen. I, and Drake I, Bell is question, Peter Parker. So uh, He has been, so... It's been great. Um, I feel like... 
they're doing this because of the whole vixen thing. No, this this DC. was announced back at San Diego of La- San Diego Comic-Con of last year. Oh. It's just that it's been sort of finalized and the first look and plus this website wasn't around last July. It started in September. Hmm. So so I mean the, the other question is Obviously, this isn't going to be canon. Oh, no, no. The Marvel Animation <laughs> series do not meet up in canon. Yeah. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, which is only canon up to the end of the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, because that is where it splinters off from. The next news yeah. item we're going to talk about explains why that is. Well, um... But yeah, no, this is going to be fun because we get to see Fitzsimmons animated. Go for it. Hit me. I know, but I, I can't remember what it was. What? Oh, um, since you know more about comics than I do. Huh. Um, did Marvel ever... Or not Marvel. Yeah. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel. It's going to happen. People deal with it. Um, did Marvel have an Earth 2-ish type thing like DC has? Well, they just recently sort of had an event called Battle World, where basically every like War World, where every <laughs> Marvel continuity kind of got smashed together. Um, because Marvel, as well as DC, many different comic continuities. There's the Ultimate Universe. There's the zombie universe, there's this, that, and the other. There's the one universe where Deadpool killed everyone, including himself. Wow. Multiple universe incarnations of himself. There's a universe where everyone's a Howard the Duck version of themselves. The list goes on. Marvel's multiverse is way more complicated than DC's. But DC's just been known to have multiverse crossovers. Or multi-dimensional crossovers. Because all I could think of is like how hard would it be even if you just wanted to stick with it how hard would it be to get Drake Bell to suit up as Spider-Man for one like episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where they do some sort of multi like you know hey a breach is opened and Spider-Man comes through or an enemy of Spider-Man comes through and then Spider-Man comes through to defeat the enemy or get it back to his world and then they disappear and then everything continues as if nothing happened. Because the MCU is already complicated as it is. That's my explanation. Well, see, I don't... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I ke- well, see, I keep, I keep thinking DC because DC doesn't have... A connection from the TV universe to the movie universe, whereas Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't necessarily do, but technically you could sort of headcanon out that The Flash, from both the movie universe and the TV universe, could theoretically cross over between... Because DC has gone on record and said that they are two separate universes, but they exist in the same multiverse... I didn't know that. So that actually is kind of cool. Also quite now, confusing. Now, now my, see, now my head is spinning with like really cool ideas. Which are never going to happen. 
I know, like, you know, like, the Flash from the movie somehow shows up in the TV show, or vice versa, and obviously it would be more of a movie thing happening in the TV show more than the TV show happening in the movie, but, you know, I feel, I honestly, if they did that, it would be good publicity for the movie as well, and for the TV show, because if you put the Flash from the movie in the television show, you're promoting the movie, but at the same time being like, hey... Watch this episode of Flash. People will watch the episode of Flash. Maybe they'll enjoy it. Go back and continue watching. Yeah. So the the cross-promotional aspect of it is good. Whether the plot and all of that would be good would be depending on the writers and all that. And for all we know, DC, the people over at Warner Brothers and DC are just like, Oh, well, we could. And there's one guy going, Nah, man. No. That's possible. That is entirely possible. Because those executives can be an asshole sometimes. I don't want this to happen. I don't think it would work well. But you know, you've got ten other people going, Why? (laughs) Like, we're we're not talking about, like, Justice League meets Justice League type scenario. You know, just one person. One person. Hell, even have... I don't know what his name is. Have the... Is it Henry Carville? Cavill. Or Cav- Cavill. Oh, Cavill. Cavill. That's the whatever. Superman. Yeah. Have Superman show up during the Supergirl's Flash crossover. And, you know, shit gets real. And she's like, I don't know what to do right now. Because, you know, you're my cousin, but you're not my cousin. And then, you know, maybe the Superman can be like, hey, calm down. Give Supergirl some sort of advice that her actual cousin would probably give her, and then he goes back. Yeah, but like, like I, I feel like I understand money is a problem. I understand that most definitely money is a problem, and it's easier to do things in animation. Like I'm not gonna lie, I actually sent a Twitter message to Greg Wiseman going, "Hey, let's get like you know." A DC TV universe crossover with Young Justice somehow, somehow, because we've already animated them, so we can animate them again. And you know, I don't know, multi universe, but you know, money's a thing, all that type of junk. And I feel like that's the only thing that holds people back from doing stuff. And sometimes it's annoying. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. So continuing on that whole animation train, we've got another piece of news for the TV show that I endearingly cover every week when it's on when Disney XD decides to actually it and let me know when it's coming back instead of just surprising me the week before um, Guardians of the Galaxy is back uh, for those of you who don't know it went away for a period of time and it's a thing it's it's still a thing it got renewed for a second season it's gonna finish the season out and then come back next year or Later this year. I don't know. But we get Star-Lord's dad. You know how he has daddy issues? Well, in the TV show, yep. in the animated show, we find out that he is part Spartax, which is an alien race in the Marvel Universe, which that's actually comic canon. That's like, it doesn't diverge from the comics at all. And they just cast the voice... Well, they just revealed who was cast to voice him. And it's none other than... Wait for it. Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek The Next Generation. Commander Riker. 
That is pretty cool. Is going to be voicing Jason, King of Spartax, aka Star Lord's dad, aka you know Star Lord's dad. Uh, the guy. <laughs> it's really there's not really not much else um, because the team is going to be going to Spartax because the cube that he has, the gun that he has, they're all Spartax technology, and it's going to probably lead him there. And then he, Star Lord's gonna disappear, like he's gonna, like not be there, because reasons. He will, and then the team is looking for him, and they run into his dad. So what I mentioned earlier about this not being with the MCU in a sense, this show takes what happened in the first movie and continues off of it. But it doesn't stay within the canon of the next movie, or even the MCU as a whole. It becomes its own little splinter. The characters look like they did in the movies. They act like they did in the movies, almost to an annoying extent in the first couple of episodes. But now they're start- so, starting to find their own hold. The way I see say? it, the way I see it is that I I've always. People believe in many things. I believe in alternate universes. I believe there's infinite universes. You know, String some people theory. don't believe. Essentially, you know, it's like if you have two decisions to make, a yes or no question, and you say yes, in an alternate universe, you said no, and vice versa. So things kind of splinter off in different ways, just like you said. So essentially, this is the story of the event the the people we saw in the movie this is them this is their life it's just not the one we'll see on the big screen not the one that's tied to the the big MCU this is yeah outside of it it became its own little thing and is probably cuz next season they're going to be teaming up with the avengers from avengers assemble which also has the same case because those characters are also based off of their avengers movie counterparts but are a part of a different universe as well exactly it's a lot to take in so essentially, this this version of the animated universe is essentially Marvel Cinematic Universe two. This is like Earth two of the Marvel and they Cinematic had, Universe. And they already had Spider Man. Yeah, which is funny so, because the Ultimate Spider Man show actually has existed in the two different Avengers show timelines because they've actually crossed over in both. Um, yeah. Because Drake Bell showed up as Spider-Man in Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes in the last few episodes. But then Thor from Avengers Assemble showed up in Ultimate Spider-Man in, like, Season 2. Yeah. Also, Iron Man did, too. That was... Also, the whole Phineas and Ferb thing. I don't know if that's, that's considered canon as well. That Phineas and Ferb exist in... The Disney XD Marvel Cinematic Animated Universe or whatever. I'll, I'll go with it. That sounds cool. Oh, cool. My face is bleeding. All right. <laughs> that was random. Well, well, you know. And as I mentioned, it'll not be the same as in the MCU. James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy films, said that Jason will not be Quill's father in the movies. Uh, they cast Kurt Russell as... Star Star Lord's dad, so who knows? It's not Jason of Spartax, so it could be anyone else except maybe yeah. Thanos because that's that's not Thanos. 
And yeah, so I haven't watched the show since like episode three, two, two or three, I think. Uh, not because I hated it, but because I keep forgetting about it. <laughs> it's and... still there, and it's gotten, oh, oh yeah, it's gotten interesting. This past weekend, like last weekend's episode, was fun. I enjoyed it. There was it was silly, but it was silly in a good way. It's silly in a good way, like Juoger is silly in a good way. Yeah. I can agree with that. Okay. And that's enough of the animation news. Uh, next bit of news. We finally get Iron Fist for the MCU as part of the Defenders. And, uh, yeah, he's that guy from Game of Thrones that got killed. That's like a that's like that's a list. That, that's a long list. That, okay, that's a long list well, of people. He, he played Natalie Dormer's character's brother, who in the show had a had a homosexual relationship with Natalie Dormer's husband, who was the one of like the five kings. That were fighting for power in Westeros in season three or season two. I don't know. It, this, it's Game of Th- Game of Thrones to me is that stereotypical like what you'd hear from a gossip, like a gossiper, like the village gossiper. It's like, hey, did you hear that so and so is having a homosexual relationship with this girl's this girl's husband? No, I didn't hear. Yeah. And then, like, there's this rumor going around that, like, you know, this brother and sister are actually having sex together. It's really weird. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I even heard, like, someone murder their husband, you know? And it's just, to me, that's all I can think of. It's like, when everybody tells me about Game of Thrones, that's all I can think of. Is that this just weird, like, fe- like gossip circle just talking about all Wait this a minute, you're telling me that red-headed witch woman did what with what? And what came right? out of what? Exactly. It's, I'm just saying. I'm not going to say like, it because that's it's a spoiler of sorts. It's also kind of Well, gross. how old? I was oh, going to say how old is it? Several years, but it's also disgusting and kind of creepy at the same time. Eh. Hearing about it for me is different than seeing it. So, yeah. We now have our full four teams of defenders, the street level avengers basically. And that'll be on Netflix in the future. We've got Daredevil Season 2, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones Season 2 this year. So I'm thinking next year we'll be getting Iron Fist, or we'll be getting Iron Fist later this year. I don't know. We might get them first quarter next year. Mm, sounds more correct. And Give Daredevil and Jessica Jones a time to finish and people to talk about it, and then BAM! Iron Fist. And speaking of Daredevil, we got the second... Daredevil Season 2 trailer. There was two. The first one revealed the Punisher. Played by the same guy who played Shane in Walking Dead. Um, This one showed Elektra, who was teased at the end of the first trailer. Who we knew was coming this season. Who is not played by Jennifer Gardner. Who played her in the movie. I can't tell which one I like better. (laughs) Because Jennifer Gardner is attractive, but her acting was awful. If you watched Electra, you would throw up. 
Uh, who is this anyway? Um, she is someone. Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Yes. Um, uh, Elodie Young. Elodie. Where did you Where did you see that? The second to last sentence before the uh, video. Electra, who will be played. Oh by... yeah. Okay. Elodie Young. Okay. Wow. I completely missed that. So that's actually keeping more closer to her ethnicity, sort of in the comics. I don't know her real ethnicity. I don't pay attention to the Daredevil except for that one time he was in a Deadpool comic. <laughs> Daredevil's really not on my radar other than the TV show. Well, because I feel like Daredevil is Batman, just blind. And, and not and rich. broke. So, so he's he's the broke, blind Batman of the Marvel Universe. Well, That's I it. mean... You could say the same about Spider-Man minus the whole blind thing. Well, Spider-Man actually has powers. Yes, but Daredevil's his parents were killed. Oh, yeah. Daredevil's dad was the only one that was killed. But Oh wait, I lied. There's still one more piece of news, but it's about that that uh Marvel spin-off that no one wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Literally, it's about that spinoff that no one wanted. That that one guy was cast in the last time we talked. That I really don't give two shits about. I mean, my question is: it's more question, Bobby Hunter, but more Bobby and Hunter. But well, do I, mean, I need that to be to be fair? I feel like we can all use a little bit more Pilecki. So well, yeah, but. We don't need another agency. We don't need another like spinoff at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Until news of Agent, had Carter, Agent Carter. Until news of Agent Carter being canceled happens, because the ratings have been Let, suffering. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Agent Carter's canceled. After this season, it's canceled. Considering I'm, what they're doing with the episodes, it's canceled. I'm not saying anything. I am not gonna say anything until something <laughs> official comes out. I'm saying it. You can because you're not I'm a Marvel reporter. It. I am. <laughs> you're not. You're not writing an article about it. You're just giving. You know. You're just saying it. And I'm not doing it just because I hate Agent Carter. No, 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 no. I'm saying it because they're just like, okay, Agent Carter's doing bad. Let's just throw out all of the episodes for people to watch, and we can hurry back with Agents of Shield because that's what they're doing. Which comes back March eighth. Yeah. Oh, and the episode that the Agents of Shield show up a. Uh, in uh, is later that week on the thirteenth for Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. I forgot to mention that. I mentioned that in the article, but shame. And the last little bit of geek news is nothing really tied to anything. There wasn't really any DC news this week, um, mainly because the TV shows have just like shit has been hitting the fan in every single TV show. Yeah, and see. I feel like any article that you guys put out about DC is just like a clip for the next episode of a show or a recap and review of the show. That's it. <laughs> yeah, th that's with the podcast. It's like most of the time it's that and sometimes we'll get a piece of news. But 
we'll get to the DC TV shows in a little bit because we still haven't watched Agent Carter because both of our schedules are just meh. not really allowing. You talking for... about my? You talking about my schedule, dude? You do a lot of things too. I do a lot of things, but at the same time, like no offense to the people that are enjoying it, I have no interest in Agent Carter anymore. I've I've said it before. Haley Atwell is a fantastic actress. She's gorgeous, fem gorgeous female. But I just no interest, none. I have not wanted to watch this season. Okay. Like I I was ex- I don't get me wrong. I was excited for the season to start. But then just, I don't know what it was. I Nothing made me want to watch it. I got caught up in being a busy college student. <laughs> Which, understandable. <laughs> Which is always the case up until I graduate. Is that, oh, there's a new show coming on. Hey, why aren't you caught up with it? I'm a full-time college student. Shut up. Right? <laughs> That's literally... Like, why haven't you started watching Walking Dead? Why aren't you caught up on Game of Thrones? Because reasons. And then I hand... Then I hand them the list of how many shows I'm watching, and they're like, Oh... You might want to cut down on that. I'm like, I'm trying to. But they're all so fun to watch. But yeah. So we got two little pieces of news. Uh, that Star Trek show that we talked about that was going to be on ABC, uh, not ABC, CBS All Access, which is probably the dumbest move ever. Um, yep. They they get a director, and it's the director of The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> it's the only way you can say that. It's really the only way you can say that, unless you're saying Joseph Khan, <laughs> or Khan artist, or Khan Academy. I don't know that one. That one's that one's more like a free website where you can learn science and stuff. Ah, uh, it's it's fun. It's science and math. In case you decide that you don't want to take trig in college with stupid professors. Well, I don't like advanced math anyway because it's just completely useless. It also Unless makes no like... sense to normal people. Oh yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're gonna be like a scientist and you're gonna or like you're gonna be an architect or something like that. Taking other types of math might be interesting, but for what I want to do in all of that, no, it's just not worth it. Go ahead and take that. Take it from here. Yep. Um. Things are happening. Um. There's really not much else to say. He's sort of. With him joining the show, it just adds a little bit more fuel to the fire that the show will take place in the. Star Trek Cinematic Universe or whatever. Um, so we'll see about that. It uh, doesn't confirm anything, though, but it might take place in its own original universe. But seeing that it's Star Trek, it might do its own thing, and it might be the most confusing multiverse ever. Uh, let's not have Dead Air, because Dead Air is kind of suckish. Uh, the last little piece of news is Pokemon. Uh, two days ago, they the guys over at the Pokemon company filed for two trademarks for Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon, and today have announced the two games as a series. So those of you who were expecting Pokemon Z, 
stop expecting Pokemon Z. It's done. It's we're we're done with that whole naming convention. We're moving on to Sun and Moon, which is actually kind of interesting because up until last generation with X and Y, they were all based on colors: red, blue, green, yellow, silver, gold, crystal, ruby, sapphire, emerald. Even though those three are technically gemstones, they're still technically colors as well. Um, diamond, pearl, platinum, also gemstones, except for platinum, which is also a color, but they're also colors, sort of, and, um, black and white, and black two and white two, along with the fire red, leaf green, omega ruby, alpha sapphire, heart gold, soul silver, sort of naming conventions with the update, or the reboots, this one's different. Even from X and Y, because X and Y were based on the first names of the Pokemon. Xerneas and Eveltal for X and Y. And then Z would have been Zygarde. But that's not going to happen. Because they announced new games that are coming out this holiday season. Which uh, I actually did not see coming, even though today... February 27th marks Pokemon Day. It is the day of Pokemon's release in Japan. 20 years in the future. Um, and there was a Pokemon Direct yesterday. You know, like Nintendo Direct, but specifically for Pokemon. And um, this actually comes right before the re-release of Pokemon Blue, Red, and Yellow on the... Virtual console for the 3DS happened. That happens actually today. So if you have a 3DS, go download Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue, or Pokemon Yellow. Because, one, wireless trading. Two, it's like five bucks a game. And um, the biggest news is that the game, all three of those games... The Pokemon will be able to transfer to Pokemon Bank, which means you can start a game in Pokemon Yellow and take your Pikachu from Pokemon Yellow and bring it into Generation 6 and Generation 7. You won't be able to do what I love to do and take a specific Pokemon through each generation. There's a way you can do it. I learned how to do it, how to mod a way for a Pokemon to get into the third generation. Because from the third generation and onward, you can sort of trade up. But trading from Gen 2 to Gen 3 is near impossible. Um, but yeah, Pokemon Sun and Moon, which are very interesting because they are they are actually, in fact, opposites. Um, additionally, let's see. So... Besides the Pokemon Sun and Moon news, the red, blue, and yellow, um, they have new nine new languages for the games, and I don't know what those nine languages are. Or, no, it's nine total languages you can choose from for the game, which English, French, Italian, German, Spanish, Japanese, Korean, and both traditional and simplified Chinese. There's not much else known about the games other than, well, the names, Sun and Moon. And uh, from there, 
Oh no, John's mic stopped. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, pardon my French there, but that's uh, all right. People were hoping that this Pokemon Direct would have had news about Pokemon Go, which is slated for sometime this year. There's still been no confirmed reports about it, and that's the thing I'm more excited about, because I have a smartphone that has GPS capability and has access to a wireless network. I want to go catch some damn Pokemon. I want to be the very best that no one ever was. And yes, I did just say that. Um, John's still kind of in the wind right now, so this is sort of now turned into my a solo cast for me until John can figure out what's going on with his end. Um, he's saving what he has now, so good on him for that. Uh, next, well, we're done with the news. So, moving on, we're going to get into the... Probably one of the most interesting two, three, four weeks in DC television in a long time, starting with Supergirl. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember what exactly happened with Supergirl. Because I know that there was the funeral for Astra, and Nan was like, I'm going to go into two weeks mourning, and I'm just like not going to beat the living hell out of you. But after that two weeks, I'm coming after you, and I'm going to beat the living snot out of you. Um, and also, there's a new assistant who's played by Robbie Amell's wife. Um, funnily enough, Robbie Amell, who plays Firestorm slash Deathstorm. Slash that one guy from the Tomorrow People and that one guy who was in the X-Files reboot or revival. Okay, who's I'm the here cousin now. to Stephen Amell? Oh, hey, John. <laughs> Glad you could join us. I had to unplug my mic, plug my mic back in. I had to save it as a pro, uh, save what I had as a project and then oh, close Audacity, open Audacity back up. And then find where I open the project again, get to the end of it, and hit record. Ah, yes. All because of Mike. Welcome back. Thank you. We just got started talking about Supergirl. I've been listening. I was about Pokemon. (laughs) Um, Because Pokemon. But I don't really remember all too much what else happened within Supergirl. I know they let Maxwell Lord out from Super Jail. I know that Maxwell Lord can't say anything about Supergirl lest all of his secrets be leaked out on the internet. Um, What else happened? Oh, right. Uh, The French Revolution happened. Um, I, I say that only because laser guillotine. And a power-hungry jail cop decided to start executing aliens with a laser guillotine. So oh, basically the French Revolution, for those of you who are keep paying attention to your history classes. Um, Not me. <laughs> Dude, you haven't been in school in, like, what? Half a decade? Fuck you, truck. Um... <laughs> I graduated high school in 2004. 
and then you went were in to college for like two years, one and a half, and then I flunked out. Because I hate college once, first of all, second of all. Okay, so it's been a well, decade. It's many things, yeah. But yeah, so it's been roughly a little well, over a decade. Uh, yeah. So how's your food? Can you hear it? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's goulash. I can't, unless I mute myself, but I can't. I'll try not to That's start right, too much. That's all right, That's all it wouldn't be the first time we ate on the podcast, dude. Oh, yeah. It's not the first time I've had goulash on the podcast, either. Good point. Good point. Very good point. <laughs> you just hear, like... And then random yeah. time in the background. Yeah, well, you know. Wouldn't be the first time Guy made it into the conversation a little early. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we were talking about Supergirl and her fighting a guy who basically had the common rider power of putting on his armor suit nice. without like physically putting it on which is kind of funny um because you know it's supergirl um yeah that was probably the most sane of the dc shows this this cycle was supergirl then oh. we go to the flash well, I'll let you know, I haven't watched Supergirl in a couple weeks, two, three weeks, something like that. Well, all you need to know is Alien French Revolution. And that Pat got a right. new assistant who's Robbie Amell's wife. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And she's going to end up becoming a villain, and she's the villain in the Flash Supergirl crossover episode. Cool. Oh, the Banshee? Yeah. Cool. Also, not a tangent, just a little bit of the fun fact. Um, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the, the Inhuman who can split herself, um, that is the wife of Matt Mullins, who was a Kamen Rider Knight from Dragon Knight. And okay. he also does... Quite a bit of choreography for the show, actually. Huh. Like, like she, I think she started off as, like, a choreographer, and then they just said, fuck it, we'll make her a character. That's what happens to a lot of stunt actors. I mean, at least in the Toku fandom, with Power Rangers. I mean, that's how uh, <laughs> uh, Daniel Southworth became Eric, the Quantum Ranger. And that's how uh, Yoshi became Coda. Yeah. Well, also, well, Yoshi Yoshi was more of a suit actor at conventions. Yeah. Versus. Yeah, I, I remember person. that story where well, he met. He, it was in he Ranger met, Command. Yeah, he met his suit actor friends, and they're like, "Oh wait, you're actually what? You know?" <laughs> yeah. And I think Dan Southworth even tried uh, tried out for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and didn't get it. I think he said that. Yeah, I don't know. He's been interviewed a few times, but um, so yeah, we're moving on to the Flash, where we're finally going to talk about the Earth Two story. And my God, well, can is Deadshot such a horrible shot in Earth Two? I, I need to ask: Have you seen the latest episode? Uh, duh. Good, <laughs> because what the flying fuck is happening? I don't know, but I'm enjoying the ride. I'm totally okay with this, but at the same time, 
What? Okay, well, I have a theory for what happened at the end of the latest episode, but we'll get there in a bit. <laughs> well, I have a theory about it, too, and it, it's actually a pretty pretty interesting theory. It's not my own personal theory. Um, my, mine isn't either. I actually got it from someone it else. It might actually end up being the same one, so... We'll it see. might. Because <laughs> that has happened on one occasion. Um, but Earth 2, they go to Earth 2 because they have to. Um, because reasons. Last breach is open, and they're like, hey, let's go save, let's go save Jesse. So they do, and, well, they go to Earth 2, and then, you know, Barry and Cisco are like, selfie time! And Harry's just like, fuck you guys, I'm here to save my daughter. And you two are goofing off. Yep. Oh, and then Barry kidnaps himself, and punches himself in the face. That was funny. That was great. <laughs> it's just like, uh, okay, and Iris is a cop, Joe's a singer who goes by Joseph, and Deadshot is. I kind of, I kind of like that. It was, it was a total shot out of the dark. Like all of a sudden, it's like Deadshot. You know, it's like that. Was, I mean, because he wasn't Deadshot was not from Flash. He was from Arrow. So to all of a sudden have him in the Earth 2 Flash world, quote-unquote, as a cop is just funny. You know, and then, like, the captain shows up, and he's, like, this kind of pimp-looking dude. This is why, yeah, this is the why I love... the captain ends up being a villain. Like, the captain ends up being a bad guy. This is why I love alternate universes, because you never know what's going to happen. And Barry's just a dork. Mm-hmm. In Earth 2. Like, he's a dork in Earth 1. But Earth 2, he's even a bigger dork. Like, and... I feel like... I don't like what they did with Earth 2, Barry. Because... Everybody's different. Like... Deadshot, good. Captain, bad. Iris, cop. Joe, singer. You know, they're... You know, Killer Frost and Deathstorm. Everybody's different. Except two people. Cisco and Barry. They're the exact same. Minus well, personality Cisco changes. Ended up, Cisco ended up becoming a villain. And the reason being is Cisco's powers transverse through time and space itself. Every version of Cisco Ramon has those powers. Because of plot device reasons. Yeah. Barry, on the other hand, Earth 2 Barry, I don't think actually exists in the comic books, so they're kind of just like, eh, we'll just make him a dorkier and more awkward Barry, and put a bow tie on him. See, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that he is, like, essentially the same, not the same character, but it's, like, from the base look of Barry Allen, he's the same. He just wears glasses. And then after that, his personality changes a bit. But other than that, he's like the same... He's he's doing the same thing. That I don't like. He's doing the same thing. Like they, Yeah, because the original reason why he did was because his... Because he was trying to exonerate his dad. Yeah. But now that, now that his mom's still alive in Earth 2, his dad's still alive in Earth 2... Mm-hmm. Then that's fine. Did you see the phone, though? Did you see the names on the phone? Yeah. Justice League. 
Yeah. Uh, there was a Legion ring when they went through the portal on top of the whole Supergirl thing. There was a lot of things there. Yeah. Um, Atlantis. Atlantis. Oh, yeah. Atlantis, Atlantis was being a, a vacation spot. Yeah. Well, we knew Atlantis was a thing from the last time we saw Earth 2. Because they mentioned it. They, it was a side remark. It was really, really quick. Sort of like how uh, Oliver Queen was dead, and it was pretty much guaranteed that his father was the Green Arrow. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's actually how Earth 2, Oliver Queen, well, Earth 2's Green Arrow is. It's Robert Queen, and hmm. not Oliver. That's cool. It's, it's, it's different. It definitely is. Also, it kind of echoes the one universe where Batman is actually Thomas Wayne, Bruce's dad. Wow. Or it also weirdly reminded me of that time where we found out that Batman was the guy who ended up killing his own parents to cause him to become Batman. Because paradoxal reasons. Yeah, you're not kidding. Paradoxical reasons. Like, I even saw... I saw a picture that had... Um, Bruce dying and then his father turned into Batman but his mother went psychotic and turned into a female Joker yep. that was interesting no, that, that sounds about right yeah no that, that sounds pretty close to what that actually sounds almost exactly right yeah um, so we had that a lot of references to the Justice League and the Legion of Superheroes and all this good stuff. Joseph uh, dies. Joseph dies. Literally See, and in a blaze of glory. Now we know what Robbie Amell was talking about. Because he said mm-hmm. when he came back, he got to kill a series regular. And now we know who it was. <laughs> I knew I figured it was gonna be an Earth 2 character. I didn't even think of that. I'll be honest, I didn't even think of that. That was my first thought, was like, Earth 2 character, duh. Because Deathstorm, there was no mention of Deathstorm or even Killer Frost going to Earth 1. And the only two people who were series, well, three people who were series regulars that went to Earth 2 were Cisco, Barry, and Harry. And all three of them, I knew, were going to make it out alive. Barry's the title character. Yeah, you're not going to kill Barry. Cisco's the deus ex machina of the entire show. Yeah. And Harry, well, they just needed Harry because Tom Cavanaugh. They just need Tom Cavanaugh. As long as he's not sitting in a tub drinking his sorrows away, I'm fine. Oh, God. Ugh. That would be actually be kind of funny if they brought in Zach Braff to be like uh, Harry's like Earth 2 brother or something like that. And then Zach Braff is the one that ends up in the toilet, or not in the toilet, in the tub. Yeah. I don't know. But, let's see. What else happened that was fairly interesting? Uh, well, we got to see Killer Frost and Diam. Zoom Um, showed up when they were... Zoom showed up and karate chopped Cisco, Earth 2 Cisco, and Earth 2 Ronnie. Literally just like karate, like super fast karate chop phase arm. And then Killer Frost pulled a Darth Vader... And then fled. Yeah. No! Flee. Yeah. I do... I did like the scene. 
Like, I, I feel that's all that happened in part one, because that's pretty much where it ended. Everybody was like, well, <gasps> my favorite thing, though, was, was when Deathstorm was like, oh, yeah, Professor Stein, I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so then a second part begins, and they're like, we need to go find Zoom. Like, yeah. W- no more goofing off. We need to find Zoom. And then they're like, let's go find Killer Frost first. Oh, we and forgot to mention, Barry to gets captured by Zoom and thrown in a cage. Oh yeah, Barry got captured by Zoom. That that was a thing. <laughs> and he's in a cage, and he's just like, I'm trapped in a box. Yeah. And there's a guy in the iron mask. Doing the tap, tap, tapping. Yeah. And then we get to see a little bit of blonde hair in the back of his head. And we'll he's like trying to vibrate out and he's like, I don't know the resonant frequency of this planet because it free- vibrates at a weirder frequency. <laughs> because that is the entire like theme of the episode is like, hey, Earth 2 vibrates at a different frequency than Earth 1. Mm-hmm. That's why your glasses don't work, Cisco. That's why you can't go through that glass wall, Barry. Yep. And then, uh... Because... When we first saw the guy in the Iron Mask, I thought it was a black guy. Because when you look at him, his skin is dark. I don't know if it's because it's dirty. It's... Or d- because of the lighting. And the lighting. Because it's he oh. looks black. And I'm like, oh, I think it's like, you know, uh, Wally West or... I forgot who else I said it was. I thought it was somebody else. Somebody else or Wally West. And Sean's like... Uh, we saw, like, white skin, blue eyes, and blonde hair. And I'm like... We didn't... I didn't say blue eyes. We just saw the back of his neck. Oh. But I'm like, okay. But until... The... Until the latest episode, I didn't see that. Because the latest episode, I finally saw, like, the, the lighter skin and the blonde hair. So. But, yeah. yeah. So they... I mean, most most of this episode was sis, everybody, you know, the other group trying to find uh, Killer Frost, Barry talking with Jesse, trying to get what the guy in the Iron Mask said, and then he tapped out and they got Jay, and then they found Killer Frost, Cisco all went all like, hey, you know, like... Chris Pratt from Jurassic Park on her going like calm down calm down we know Caitlin 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 she's like fine <laughs> and then they Caitlin brought him there they climbed up the ice with Barry and Iris and all of that and they got Barry out Barry finally I did like the scene between Barry and Barry that was a good scene yeah it was it definitely was and uh they all get out except the iron mask dude they all go back to earth 1 just at well not just after but a little after jay and uh caitlin fixed the breach holder thing i don't remember what it was called and then Zoom's like, nope! And then sucks Jay back into the breach just as it closes. By putting a hand through his chest. Yep. 
It's the worst. But yeah, so Barry manages to get out of the cage because you know he's Barry. He's just like, I yeah. got through it, and everything's yeah. And I mean, all the all the while, Jay is like, let's make some more velocity serum. So I can become the Flash again because this is fun. Yeah. And now he's dead. Well. Okay. Well, in the next sort episode, of. we have Caitlin acting like a bitch because you know gotta hold those feelings in, can't let them out. And then Cisco trying to break the feelings out. Killer Shark comes back. Diggle shows up. Diggle like, shows up because suddenly... Well, because it's an Argus problem. Yeah. So if it's an Argus problem... And since Amanda Waller's dead... Yeah. And what's-her-face, his her, his wife... Is Lila, now leader. yeah. Lila is now leader of Argus. Because Chain of Command. Yep. And then... Is it Killer Frost escapes? Diggle and Lila are like, okay, Central Killer City... Killer Shark. Killer Shark. What did I say? Killer Frost. Wow. Killer Frost, Killer Shark. Blah. And then... Actually, I'm trying to remember. Um, He's like, I need to go get the Flash. And yeah. then the Flash is like, uh, Dude, I just closed the way to get home, so you're kind of boned, man. And they're like, Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and they chase each other around the city for a while. I'm not going to lie. That scene in the house... Where they're all standing around, Wally including, and then just out of nowhere, the fucking house starts to fall down. I'm like, I actually jumped at the sound of all of a sudden Killer Shark just just taking the part off the roof. I actually jumped. It startled me so much. Though Joe's response was perfect. He's like, I, I hope I have Sharknado insurance. Yeah, I'm just like, oh Joe, you know how to make any make light of any situation. Yeah, that was good. Um, excuse me. Damn food. Um, and then... Like, Wally, Wally's been keeping up his asshole-ish personality throughout the whole episode until Joe's like, look, he ain't perfect. We played it up because he's an orphan. That's it. And then Wally's his like... His dad's in okay. jail, his mom's dead. No, his, his dad's not in jail anymore. Well, his dad was in jail. Yeah. His dad's no... We don't know where Henry is. He's off doing Henry stuff. Yep. And then, uh... Um... But it's like, yeah, his mom's dead. His dad was accused of the murder. Just recently acquitted. He decided to ditch town. And uh, we're still taking care of Barry because we love him. Yeah. And then... Barry fights... Uh, kill a shark, and then they take to the water, and Barry and they're like, "What is he doing?" And Barry's just like, "Gotta go fast, gotta go fast." Yeah, and then lightning bolt, lightning, bolt. and Killer Shark gets fried, fried. Duh. <laughs> Though I'm pretty sure no one's gonna be wanting some sushi for a little while because it's part human, part shark. Yeah. Uh, and then after they successfully get 
Killer Shark, all of a sudden, we go back to Earth 2, where Zoom shows up with Jay, and Iron Mask Dude is like, oh my god, I don't know what to do! And then Zoom and then takes off takes the mask. And takes off his mask. And it's Jay. And he goes, this is, this is gonna be interesting, or something of that sense. Yeah. And it's Teddy Sears as Jay Garrick. I think it's, thing, I think this complicates things, is what he said. This complicates things. Yeah, that sounds about right. Which then leads us to our theories of when Jay became the Flash, he be- for me, this is how I saw it. When Jay became the Flash, he ended up having split personality where he was the Flash, but at the same time, there was the Mr. Hyde flip to Zoom, which is why they didn't meet up for a while. But then after he started taking, when he took Velocity 6 or whatever... It somehow split them and created two different entities, and Jay lost his speed in the process. I don't agree with that. Mine is that Jay. It to the way I think it is, it's the same person. Not not in the same way you think it's the same person, but that Zoom is the Jay from the future. And the J we know is from Zoom's past. Because I watched... I, I, I bring it up to Sean sometimes, but I watched the Superhero Roundup on SourceFed Nerd. And DJ Wooldridge, who is a hardcore comics fan, has said that in the comics, Jay Garrick went bad because he took Velocity 9? Yeah. That turned him bad. So my guess is that Zoom is future J that took Velocity 9, went back to get the current J. Garrick speed to boost him up even more, and then they got the breach, and then he wanted the flash from, you know, Earth 1, you know, Earth 1's speed. So he's just trying to hork all the speed he can because he's on velocity nine and it's the just only wrinkle up. in that is that Jay Garrick, the one that just got snatched, lost his speed due to velocity six. Or so he says. Yeah. Because up to this point, we thought he lost his speed because Zoom took it. But then he lied. Mm-hmm. So we don't know who's actually telling the truth if he's telling the truth now or did... We don't know. Which is why I like this show better than Arrow. Because this show is actually making me want to tune in. Yeah, it's making me think. Like, what's going on? Who is this? What are they doing? Though this week's Arrow, you would... This recent week's Arrow definitely is one for the books. But yeah... So, moving on to Arrow, we had, what was it? We had last week, which was, his son was taken at the, by the end of the episode. Because Malcolm left, Malcolm Righty Merlin, um, sorry, I had to make the joke, um, because he's now permanently a righty. Because his left hand got chopped, mm-hmm. uh, told Damien Dark about William, and Damien Dark's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go uh, kidnap your son now. Bye." <laughs> Literally, the best freaking villain in this entire show. 
And then it's not until this week's episode we find out that. So the last week's episode was dealing with more so the political side of things where Oliver was still running up against um, Damien Dark's wife in political race and then at the same time trying to stalk her and trying to figure all that out. And later on um, during their engagement party or whatever Oliver and Felicity are met by um, what's his face? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But he ends up becoming Mr. Terrific in the comics played by Echo K or whatever. Um brings up this microchip that oh, is like Afro dude. Yeah, Afro dude. Okay. Um to plug in to her spine to have her be able to walk again. That was really the whole entire point of last week's episode. This week she goes to physical therapy with Afro dude's husband or boyfriend, husband. And they're doing the physical therapy. It's like, oh yeah, you guys just gotta you gotta walk before you can run, sort of thing. Yeah. And then Oliver, Oliver's former lover slash mother of his child shows up at his campaign office, and it's like, oh shit, oh shit, what the hell is happening? What is going on? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then it's like, oh my son was taken. Oh uh, who? What? Where? When? Why? And then Damien's like, hello, I got your son. Ha ha ha. Your life sucks. You get him back if you drop out of the race and endorse my wife. Bye bye bye. <laughs> so I think, that's an, I think that's another reason why I'm not liking Arrow right now is that a lot of it's all like political stuff. It's not so much now because Oliver ends up dropping out of the race and endorsing what's her face. Who didn't um, see that coming? And um, they're like, how are we going to fight him? How are we going to fight him? We need magic. How about John Constantine? Uh, no, he's kind of busy being in hell. What? No, he's literally in hell. Oh, okay. That seems normal. I mean, for Constantine, it's actually quite normal. But for this show to m make reference to it. So this is the second time we've had a John Constantine name drop since his episode. Which is awesome news. Which means... They're still trying to actively bring him back. Well, no. The, right now... Right now it's a good thing because... We know he's still canon to the story. He wasn't just a one-and-done character that nobody's ever going to bring up again. It's continuity. Well, it's still... It still gives hope for the rumor that he's going to show up in Legends of Tomorrow Season 2. Which... Yeah. There's a reference to it later on that I will make mention of. Um, because Legends of Tomorrow makes a reference to Hell as well. Though it probably in the most funny way possible. So then Oliver's like, I got the next best thing. Pan to Detroit. And Vixen being a badass, as usual. And then Oliver shows up and she's like, dude, I could have handled this on my own. He's like, I know, but I need your help. So uh, come to Star City with me. Because you live in a real city, we live in a fictional city. So come on, let's go. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I mean, she lives in Detroit. She's a superhero that lives in a real city. In the DC Universe. Yeah. Okay. Alright. That seems totally logical. Um. <laughs> so they're like, come on, let's go. 
And then he's like, hello, people. Hello, Arrow people. This is Vixen. Uh, I hung out with her when I was a cartoon character for <laughs> 20 total minutes. Barry was there, too. He'll Barry was there, too. Call him. He'll, he'll, he'll go he'll with it. He'll call him. Felicity, you need to call Barry. Barry's been trying to call you. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> Barry misses you and wants to talk to you. He's is still that, in love with you. Th- well, no, not that. Is that he was worried about... He technically doesn't know what happened to her. Because when Diggle showed up, he asked how Felicity was, and he just said, Doing alright. We don't even know if Barry knows what happened to her. Because he... Unless they're gonna, like, just retcon it and say off-camera Barry called Oliver, or Oliver called Barry, and then they just kind of, you know, superhero, buddy-buddy, filled each other in on their live situation. That's probably more likely. But then they all look at her and it's like, so what can she do? And she's like, I got this uh, necklace thing that lets me uh, channel a bunch of animal spirits because this isn't Jungle Fury. Yeah. <laughs> or Juoger, for that matter. It's, it's, not, it's not a pair of sunglasses or a cube. Or wrist gauntlets. Oh, yeah, for a Gekki Ranger. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a necklace that I just tap and then it's like, Animal. Oh. And it's supposedly <laughs> supposed to like combat Damien Dark, and then they go and they fight him, and he's just like, "Oh, that's new." Like, Damien Dark is just probably the best person in the world. He's like, "Oh, that's new." <laughs> Anytime he, he's just not surprised. He's like, "I haven't seen that in a while." Well, yeah, it's because he's like powerful. So for him to see something, you know. Yeah, it's just like a it's like a children's it's, play toy, you know. <laughs> well, it's like when when he met Barry for the first time, he's like, "Oh, that was unexpected. I like that." <laughs> he's just intrigued by the new. He's like, "Oh, it's a yeah. thing." Well, because again, right. it's the whole thing of like he's really powerful, and it's going to take a lot yeah. to defeat him. And right now, they have nothing that will. So every time something new pops up, it's just sort of like, "Okay, <laughs> that's okay." It. And then the funniest thing, Barry does make it into this episode somehow, but as an action figure. Nice. Because William's favorite action figure is... The Flash. The Flash. Oh, yeah, and so he, he was playing so, with it, right? Mm-hmm. So Samantha, his mom, has it on her and gives it to Vixen, and Vixen does her vixen thing. She actually sniffs it and is like, don't tell Barry. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, he's so telling Barry. Yeah, he he's telling so Barry. telling Barry. <laughs> and Diggle's just like, I, I don't know. Diggle this like the this week in general was like, you you need to get used to this, Diggle. No, I'm never gonna get used to this nonsense. Yeah. First it's meta humans, now it's magic. What's next? Space aliens. Yep. <laughs> uh, but. It was funny too because I was I'm rewatching uh, Justice League Unlimited. That's what I'm on now, and uh, yeah. they did an episode with uh, their version of Vixen, and she gets into a wait. She was in Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, because she got into a relationship with John Stewart. It was. Oh my god! I have to watch this again because it's yeah, been forever since because I've seen it. Oh my god! In just okay. in Justice League, Stewart was near the end. Was like somewhat relationship with Sha- uh, Shaira. 
Shiara. Shiara. Whatever. Hot girl. Yeah. And then the whole end of Justice League happens. I'm not going to say what happened, just in case people want to watch it. And it caused a rift. Even though it's a decade-old cartoon. but Yeah, I know. But it caused a rift between Hot Girl and the rest of the Justice League. And then Hot Girl's like, I'm out. And she left. Yeah. Um, and then the beginning of Justice League... Uh, John Stewart, who is the Green Lantern for the for the show, is with yeah. Vixen. So, oh, okay, all right, that makes sense. So all I can think of is how great would it be for John Stewart to show up in Arrow? Well, or Flash? I mean, they've already made reference to Hal Jordan several times with Ferris Air Force Base and. Um, uh, whatever the city is, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Well, don't forget, Stuart was also, I think he was a Marine. Mm-hmm. Well, people are thinking that's what, that's what Diggle is supposed to represent. People, a lot of people, when Diggle was first, like, showing up, was like, oh yeah, he's gonna become the Green Lantern. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. Because his middle name's Stuart and blah, 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 blah. Wait, is his middle name really Stuart? No. Oh, okay. We don't know his say. middle name. That would be interesting. John Stewart Diggle. It kind of has a nice ring to it. I'm not going to lie. If they did it, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, it's just... I don't see it happening because it's just... We already lost Wildcat in Season 2 of Arrow. We don't know what happened to him. He's just gone. <laughs> and Jay is dead now. Well... Well, part might, of Jay might, is... Well, might be dead. We don't know if he's dead. Who knows? I don't know. But, let's see. So all, Damien's still... All, Damien has the son, and he moves him around. He's like, oh, you're just... You're two minutes late. I already moved him. And Vixen's like, I got magic too. And he's just like, ah ha ha, I'm just gonna force choke you guys. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> because he's Damien Tark. He realized yeah. he's just having fun. Yeah. He's like, you guys are messing up with my plans. You guys broke my windows again. You guys owe me money. <laughs> he doesn't actually say that. But she, um, Vixen, she's just like, I'm gonna use the strength of the tiger or the gorilla or whatever or the t- blah 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 blah. And they eventually figure out through the help of Quentin Lance what his totem is that gives him his magic. So then they go to his countryside estate after figuring out where his countryside estate was, because he needs to be attached to the ley lines. There's another sort of Constantine sort of tie-in, because really one of the first couple episodes of Constantine mentioned the ley lines, the magical ley lines, which is not really a Constantine-only thing. But so because magic is introduced, I was waiting for the ley lines to be introduced. So it's kind of like the morphing grid? Kind of. It's kind of like the morphing grid, more so along the lines of the internet. For magic. Okay. Or the interstate highway system. For Cause magic. Because... Because so, the Morphing Grid's more so universal, and it covers space and time, while this is just... It's kind of like lines on a map. It's kind of like highways on a map. Like longitude, lat- uh, latitude? Well, they're, 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 they're diagonals. They're like highways, basically. They go in all directions. Okay. But, um, cause, as cause, the show put it, it's... Magical highway. Because something I found interesting, again, going back to Justice League Unlimited, um, <clears throat> one of the main like enemies of the Justice League 
was a woman. I don't remember whose name it was, and she had a kid, and she was all about getting the kid his own kingdom. And they tried once, it failed, they brought him Sounds back. Sounds like Queen Bee. Might be, I can't remember. She's also a Young Justice villain in yeah. Young Justice um, Invasion. No, that's different, that's different, because this was mystical powers and stuff. Um, and Queen then, Bee also has mystical powers, but oh, it's beside the point. But, like, because they come back, and something they do is the kid and the mother go to this temple, and inside the temple is a medallion, and they called it the Medallion of First Magic, or something like that, and the kid puts it on and gets rid of all the adults, and the kids are there, and then blah 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 stuff happens. But the thing they said that I had to question was that it was the source of all magic on Earth. And that confused me, because by the end, they destroyed it. And then that just makes me think, does magic on Earth now not exist? It's so, like, not the case. It might just be that that amulet was the first con- magical conduit. And because the ley lines have always been there. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's all I can think of. Right. And... It would be actually interesting because they're doing all the flashbacks with Arrow and stuff like that. That somehow everything leads to the medallion. Oh yeah, the that the would flashbacks, be flashbacks. The flashbacks got interesting at this time too, because Oliver's tattoo lit up, huh. and and because there was like a ghost of a guy he killed earlier, and he's just saying, "Oh, you're not worthy." So writers like, "I'm just going to leave you guys, uh, you and the Russian girl." You figure this shit out. I'll be back in five minutes. If it's not dealt with, I'm going to shoot you both. That's kind of what happened. And then the tattoo lit up, and he's and the ghost guy's like, "You are worthy." And then he just fades away. And they go into the giant hole in the prison because there's a giant hole in a prison that's just magically on top of a magic temple. It's a strange island that keeps getting stranger and stranger every year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because plot purposes. Because this is totally going to come back to us, right? Well, the tattoo supposedly was supposed to play a part in taking down Damien Dark. But instead, Felicity uses her ley line... Like, she puts the ley line map on top of a normal map and goes, Um, it's here. And they go to his countryside estate. And um, they break into his estate again. And break some more windows. Which really pisses Damien Dark off. And he does his whole force chokey thing. Um, Vixen breaks in and uh, uses her speed of the cheetah, grabs his totem thing, which is on a table, instead of in the cabinet like we last saw it. And she runs out and... Also, Vixen has the ability to fly. Oh yeah, we knew that, because that happened at the end of the cartoon. Yes, but in live action, we saw her just flying around. I'm like, well, wait, why is Hot Girl here? Wait, no, that's Vixen. Never mind. <laughs> well, yeah, I, w- I wasn't surprised. I thought it was cool, but I wasn't surprised because if it's the same Vixen from the cartoons, then we well, know it's she the same can fly. Vixen. It's so. <laughs> it's just I didn't I didn't expect them to like have her fly. It's not that difficult. <laughs> I know her, it's not difficult. It's just get her up with a wire and then green screen her. <laughs> it's just this is this is the CW we're talking about here. It's not like. Well, I mean, look what they've done with Flash. Killer Shark, yeah. just that one character. And Grodd. 
Yeah. Both are very uh, special uh, effects heavy. And then you, I mean, you want to go to uh, Supergirl. I mean, she flies all the time. And you got Martian Manhunter. Yeah, but CBS has more money than CW has. True. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then Damien Dark goes outside and is all like, I'm force choking the entire Arrow team. La 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 la. Vixen's over by Diggle. Diggle's doing his sniper thing. And she's just like, okay, we gotta break the totem. So she just like channels the gorilla and just starts slamming it into a rock repeatedly. And it's just screaming. And then it breaks. And then Damien Dark's magic goes away. And he's just like shaking his hands trying to choke them again. And he's like, no, this can't be happening. No, no. No, and then Oliver punches him in the face. You know what I was really hoping? I was hoping Damien would just like start turning to dust. Like he oh. just like he's just like no, no, and then like his hand turns to dust and falls off, and then he just you know that would have been funny, but this was funnier because Oliver like they start fighting, and since he no longer has his magic, he's a horrible fighter. So Oliver just keeps punching him in the face, and he eventually gets knocked out and arrested by the cops. Fun. And then they get, they get the sun back, and uh, Oliver's like, he gets this advice from Vixen to let his son go and like have them move as far away from him as possible because that's the only way he's going to be safe is if he's not revealed his life is not revealed to his son. And then Felicity comes in and is like, why didn't you make this decision with me? It's not my son, but still, you should have made this decision with me. Blah, blah, blah. She takes off her engagement ring, puts it on the table, stands up from her wheelchair, and walks out. <sighs> the relationship is done. Well, that's another reason why I don't want to watch Arrow, because Felicity. I like... Emily, I think it's Emily Bennett. Emily... Emily Bett Rickards. Yeah. I like her. She's cute. She's a great actress. I don't like Felicity. I really don't. She's annoying. She's She kind of started out as a, a good side character. But then once the relationship started, that was the only reason why she was there. Because she was, she was the, the woman on Oliver's side. That was it. Also, the Oracle counterpart to him because Oliver Queen's basically DC TV's Batman. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure she's still going to be. She's just not going to be happy with Oliver. Because Oliver made a, a choice about his own son that's not her son without her. Which yeah. is probably the dumbest reason ever. But she stood up from her wheelchair. She stood there for a few seconds. Oliver's in complete shock. Like, the fuck is happening? And she just walks away. See, again, I don't like Felicity. And the relationship is just dumb. Like, I don't want him to end up with fucking Black Canary either. I don't want him to end up with anybody because I'm sick of fucking relationships in these shows. Because they well, never fucking work. Let's make a relationship work for five episodes, and then it'll end. We'll let it go for an episode or two, and then introduce another love interest for the character. It's like, The thing really? is, with Black Canary and Green Arrow, if they do get back into a relationship, that's endgame. Yeah. That means that there's going to be no more relationships for Oliver at that point. No, I, don't say that. Don't say that. Because I, I don't agree with that. Because they could come together for a few episodes and then get in an argument and then stop seeing each other. And then an episode later, one of them finds somebody else. They have to. Because they have to keep some sort of other type of aspect in the show going. 
other than hey fighty fighty kicky kicky punchy punchy granted it is the cw so that's kind of par for the course for the network yeah sadly unless we're talking about supernatural because no one's happy on that show ever (laughs) take your word for it literally it's like oh look sam has a life and he has a dog and a house sorry you gotta go find your brother who's crawling his way out of hell oh and now your girlfriend's dead yeah. <laughs> oh, we're just going to send you to hell again because we can. <laughs> That's literally the entire show is like, oh, you're having a good life? Too bad. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, that's it for Arrow. Um, I don't know what's happening next week because I didn't bother to watch the previews. Yeah. Um, shit's happening. That, that's and they don't, they don't show previews for the next episode on the on their website either, so that's kind of annoying. Yeah. So all I know is that Oliver somehow has to pick up the pieces from his campaign because now that Damien Dark is kind of sort of out of the picture, he can sort of run for mayor again. Yeah. Sort of. But it's kind of weird because he'd have to be like, never mind, I'm no longer endorsing her, I'm running again. <laughs> And that sort of is weird and kind of makes him a less sort of viable option. But he could do it. Like, there's the political side right there. But I don't know. Like, the combination of politics and felicity. I don't don't know who's going to be the villain for the rest of the season. Because Damien Dark's sort of out of the picture. Unless Malcolm comes back in and has a robo-hand and be like, I'm going to make the League of Assassins happen again. Of you know course, what then, it, then we just have Nissa come in and just be like, shut up, Malcolm, and just punch him in the face. You know who I want to be the villain for the rest of the season? Felicity. No. Well, that'd be interesting. That'd be hella interesting. <laughs> um, I want it to be uh, Deathstroke. Well, he's still sort of kind of trapped on an island in the middle of nowhere. I, wa- I want them to start that. Even though Legends did make a fun reference to it with his son, who's also just a douchebag. Oh, yeah. That family is not nice. Like, the remark that someone, that um, Ray made in Legends is like, yeah, he's the son of Slade Wilson who tried to give me shit like this a few years ago. And Ray's just like, that's not a nice family. (laughs) And I'm like, thank you, Ray. I needed that. Uh, so speaking of legends, yes, um, My a new lot of show. things happened. Um, episode three happened. Episode four happened. I don't remember what happened with those, but right, that was yeah. So episode four was the beginning of this whole Russia's going to create a firestorm thing. Yep. Oh, and um, Heatwave and Ray are also trapped in a gulag. Episode 5 was them getting everyone out and new Firestorm being made, Russian Firestorm, which is the combination of the Lady Scientist and uh, Stein. And then um, uh, Jax was like, I'm going to use my psychic link I have with Dr. Stein to, like, bring you, bring Stein out. And then she erupts in a blue flame like he did before they found Jax in the Flash. And she's dead. Um... And a gigantic nuclear explosion. Why is there an ice cream truck going by my house? Okay, I just hear ice cream truck music. It's quarter after three in the afternoon. 
Dude, ice cream trucks don't come by my house ever. I don't know. Anyways. Don't ask me. <laughs> no, I think the question you would have to ask is that why would an ice cream truck go past my house? Considering it's the it's middle qu- of winter? It's quarter after six at night and it's the middle of winter. <laughs> Even though it's like... What is, the, what is the temperature outside? Look real quick on my tablet because it's warm outside. It is currently... Oh, it's only 38. I thought it was warm in that. Of course, the sun's down now. Um, so. It's 79 degrees. Here. Well, because we got snow last night. We got like a good quarter, like a good half half inch, uh, three quarters of an inch of snow. I woke up. I look out my window. Gone. Green, had, not, not green grass, but like grass. And it's like, it looks like we didn't even get anything last night. We had Silent Hill levels of fog this morning. It was so foggy, I could see only, like, ten feet in front of me. I'm pretty sure there was a guy dressed as Pyramid Head walking through the streets. <laughs> I would. If I had the cosplay and I had the body to do that, I would. I would just walk. <sighs> yeah, but then episode six, which I just watched today, on the 27th of February. I like to mention <laughs> that because today is Pokemon Day. Yeah. Um, Memories. It was it was it was a fairly interesting episode. They end up in Star City and they meet the new Green Arrow, who we don't I who thought was just going to be Connor Hawk, but no, it turns out to be John Diggle Jr., aka Connor Hawk, aka the new Green Arrow. Like yep. Diggle Jr., all right, he's bad badass enough for me. All right, let him be the Green Arrow <laughs> with a yeah. name like that, with a reputation like that. I mean. With a family like that? Seriously. <laughs> Though I'm pretty sure he still hasn't seen space aliens yet, so we'll see. Nah. We'll see how long it takes for a diggle to experience aliens. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, so I'm bringing in. So Rip brings the two thieves to go steal something from Smoke Technologies because it's. 40 years in the fu- or 30 years in the future and Ray's like that looks like a Palmer Tech building but it says smoke on it I wonder why Ray you're, you're a genius dead. Ray you're a genius you should figure this out <laughs> and you so left. they do that and they they run into some some baddies then they run into Deathstroke new Deathstroke which is I think his name is Grant. I don't remember. I don't care. I just call him Douchebag Wilson. That works. Because the only Wilson that really matters is Wade Winston Wilson. From the Deadpool movie? Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm just making sure you (laughs) you realize that was his name. Um, And apparently he was the one who cut off Oliver's arm. Uh, and then he runs into Rip, Sarah, and Connor, and they escape, and he's now like, I want all three of their heads. I want the guy in the brown coat. And I'm like, so you want Nathan Fillion? You want David Tennant? Do you want David Tennant? Um, I, I don't know how to help you there, buddy. Uh... But at one point, Sarah says, go to hell, to to Rip, and Rip's like, maybe I will. And he references it later in the episode, but they're trying to rebuild the Wave Rider, and 
you, the romantic tensions between hot girl, the love triangle between hot girl Ray and Jax becomes apparent, and she wants none of it because she's like, you know what? I'm destined to be with a guy who just died, and I'm a hawk goddess. You two are just normal dudes. You can become a nuclear fireball, and you have a suit that shrinks. You have a lot of money, though. But you just have a, a suit that shrinks. <laughs> English evaded me for 0.2 seconds. Yeah. And they, they go into the old arrow cave, and it's like, oh, this has seen better days. You know what? Because no one's in there but one-armed old Oliver. Yep. And it wasn't even a goatee. It was a, just an old beard, old man beard. I was kind of disappointed. I wanted a full-blown goatee. Oh, well. And that's when we re we find out that he's John Diggle Jr., not just Connor Hawk. And then he gets kidnapped. He's about to be beheaded. What is with this weekend people being beheaded? Um... Eh. Writers just want to get ahead with the story. Oh, dude. Oh, I was making pretzel puns all day, so I'm not allowed <laughs> to moan at that. Ugh. Do you want your I pretzel try. lightly assaulted or slightly or assaulted? No? No, you don't want it salted? Alright, so it's not going to press charges against me then, right? And I made some kid's day. <laughs> Um. So yeah, Oliver gets a robo arm attached to him, and they go and save the day. And Rip's just like, "Uh, I brought in the cavalry. Uh, everyone's here, and we're gonna go kick some butt." And they kicked butt. He was originally gonna ditch Sarah, and Sarah and everyone's like, "Nah, dude, she's part of the team. You gotta stay." Meanwhile, um. Heatwave is now king of the thieves of uh, Star City 2046 and uh, Leonard Snart is not having it and knocks him out and puts him in a little chamber and uh, Mick is all like, you touch me again and that's the last thing you'll ever do blah 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 blah, prison break we did prison Brooding. break together Rawr, brood that was great though that line he said was great yeah that uh, Cold said it was just like it's like just another prison break or something like that, and I was like, ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um. Uh, the end of this episode ended with the the one Constantine reference that I'm going to make because I'm just correlating it with Arrow, and he's like, so I'm plotting out the mission for our next course of action, Sarah, and I was uh thinking. I was thinking I was going to take up your suggestion of hell, but that might be a little much. And I'm like, but but dude, there's a team member there that... Uh, magic. He could have been like, oh, hello, Vandal Savage. Have you met my friend Lucifer? <laughs> wow. And Vandal Savage would just be like, what? <laughs> wow, that would be crazy. And then they get Lucifer from the Fox TV show, and it's just... It's just uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, Tom Ellis. And he's just like, hello. And you just have, like, the two most badass British people from DC TV be like, hello. 
course, that also could have settled the whole Damien Dark thing, too. Just have Lucifer go up and be like, Boop. Alright, your magic's gone now. Bye-bye. Carry on. <laughs> but... I don't know what's happening next week in Legends, either. I know Jonah Hex is supposed to show up at some point in time. He actually showed up in Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, he does that from time to time. That was kind of cool. Because, like, they went, uh, was... Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, and Superman... Uh, no, Batman. Got sucked through a time thing because a guy made a belt. And, uh... Yeah, that they found They found, uh... Um... The guy who was the sheriff, who had a name, forgot his name. Uh, and then Jonah Hex. And then somebody else. I forgot who it was, but that was kind of cool. Alright. Um, but yeah, that sort of ends that. <sighs> we kind of ran out of TV shows for the week. Because yep. there is an hour and a half's worth. Well, yeah. I had to talk about John Constantine some more. Well, that and you're going to have more time than me because of, you know... My thing happened. Well, yeah, and I'm going to have a single audio file. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll have a single audio file, too, because I, I saved the project. Mm. And then when I loaded up the project again, I just went to the end and hit record again. So mm. I'll just have to cut it. So it's all just one gigantic file. Well, you know. Well, you have the time saved, so it's all good. Also, yeah. the, Dropbox link, the Dropbox link is live now. The thing is uploaded. Sweet. So. I'll have to download that and watch it. Do we want to watch it? Oh, we can discuss that after. Uh, okay, so yeah, this is the end of the geek part. Uh, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk whatever we have for Tokusatsu. There's so, stuff, well, but not a lot. Yeah, not a lot of stuff. Yeah, so we'll be back. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Welcome back, everybody. Time for Toku part. Uh, in between, in between uh, parts, me and Sean watched uh, the new Dino Charge episode. We'll be talking about that in a bit. Since we just happened uh, to record on a Saturday this time around. Yeah. Because I had the genius idea of scheduling myself for work on a Friday. Eh. Oh, wait, I already have the links. Do what up. You Why do I need do. to open up the rundown? Stop that. I don't need to open up the rundown. Okay, um, so... The first thing up on the Toku News is... I guess we could talk about... Slamming of the doors. <laughs> um, Is the new... We got some scans for Juoger, which we'll talk about soon. Yep. But we get a picture of Ju Gorilla, or several... 
and the yeah. mecha to go along with it for Jew Wild. Yep. And a kind of Jew Wild kind of looks pretty, pretty cool. Actually, looks a lot cooler than Juo King, in my opinion. So, how long do you think after he gets this form will we have uh, both uh, Juo Mech next to each other? So you have the base one with Eagle, Shark, and uh, Lion alongside Gorilla, Tiger, and Elephant. I give it a week. Because it's going to happen. I give it a week. Literally the following week it's going to happen. Yeah. It's Toku. So so we know that the Gorilla is six. So that means... Uh The well, swords for for yeah, it's seven, for, eight, nine for um, for the for the, the world. world is yeah, which is kind of similar to that of uh, Goonger slash RPM, where yeah. six was designated as just a Zord or a Mech and not designated to a specific Ranger. But I mean, this ring, the Jewel of the World's gonna have three Zords to himself. Yep. And his ma- his mask is going to shift, sort of like. Uh, it's going to do more more face shifting than face than than eagle is going to do. Yeah, because there's three layers. There's the base layer, and then the second layer, and then the third layer. So. Mhm. So yeah, cool. We finally get get a look at it because I mean this past week we got a look at. Juo King with Tiger and Elephant. Mm-hmm. And then we got to look at base Juo King, so this is nice. So maybe we'll get to see Juo Wild with uh, Shark and Lion. That's more than likely going to happen. Probably, They're going to yeah. just mix and match. We're going to have Lion and Tiger and then Shark and Elephant. Because it, uh, it takes me back to uh, Geki Ranger. When Geki Violet Where they literally up. just change the legs? Just well, just... Uh, well, because... In Geki Ranger, they only really started using their powered up ones, which was the gorilla, penguin, and what was no, the, it was the... gazelle, gazelle, yeah. it was gorilla, penguin, and gazelle. And then Geki Violet showed up, and they all, they were in their mech, and they're like, "We're fighting!" And Violet's like, "I don't want to just sit here and do nothing." And since his Geki was different than everybody's. He could do whatever he wanted with it because he created it himself. So he's like, so then he just summoned. He just summoned two of the others and was like, "Hello." He he summoned the tiger and the jaguar, and then had the wolf become the other foot and became the the normal mech except with the different foot. It's kind of like how Jungle Fury did it. It was like, well, Jungle Fury did it after the whole Lily incident. It was more of, hey, uh, I summoned my wolf spirit, and then boom, here comes the tiger and jaguar. Yeah. But yeah. So that's cool. Uh Common Rider and Sentai News. You know that team up we have every year between the Rider and, and the Sentai? Mm-hmm. That's happening. That, that that that's it. I hope it's awesome. It'll take place during its standard time, so instead of so one week in the future or one week near in the future, it'll just be an hour long special. Yep. Like it was with Gaim and Tokyujer and Ninager and Drive. 
I love the Ninja and Drive one. I'm sorry. I hated Ninja, but that team up was good. I think it's just because Drive. Yeah. Oh, Drive was, saved it. Well, I was around the time Drive was starting to get good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was starting to get real good. Like, Drive was pretty decent at the beginning, but then it started getting real good towards the end. And then, and the last yeah. little bit yeah. of... By the, by the way, the special is happening the uh, 27th of March. So. Yes. For those of you, it'll be like three or four days after when we get it, but... Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, so then the last little bit is Grateful Damashi. We finally get the picture of Grateful Damashi. We get several. We got an action shot of him. Uh, we got him just standing there doing the pose, which is funny because on Tumblr the other day, I found a post of Kaito's actor, Takaru's actor, and Chase's actor all doing the little hand pose. And they were in their costumes. Huh. So Kaito, Chase, and Takaru were standing all next to each other. Interesting. And so if we look at the suit, you see each part is represented, their symbols represented somewhere on the suit, with Musashi taking a very prominent center piece. Yep. But you've got two, two on each, uh, three on each arm, so you've got one in, on each shoulder, one on each elbow, and then one at each wrist, then you've got one on each hip, one on each knee, and then two on each shin. Yeah, because you got the in the the front of the shin and then the outside of the shin, and that totals up to fifteen. Yeah, so we know within the next three weeks, three eh, three three to four weeks, three to get weeks all, to a month. It's gonna happen. He'll get he'll get all fifteen and transform because the uh, the scans for the Juoger team up thing. Has him in the Grateful Damashi po- uh, yeah. suit, and if you look at so the, we know he gets it. Also, if you look at the second um, picture, it looks like he can actually summon the Damashis, and they fight on, and they can fight on their own. That'll be awesome because there's a picture of Robin Hood just by himself. It's not Ghost Robin Hood. It's just a oh, yeah. sort of grayed out ghost suit with like how they are in the spirit form, like in their spirit world, how they look there. Who's the other one? Uh, that would be... Uh, that looks like one of Necrom's ones. It it's, does, it's doesn't It's a light it? green. Hold on. Uh, actually, no. That one's... That one's... Not Ryoma. The other one. Uh, shit. Because that one came... That one was before Ryoma when he first got Token Boost. So, uh... Oh, it's it's like the... It's the light green the, one, yeah. The Yeah, okay. Now I know what you're talking about. It wasn't one of Necrom's. It was the other. Because Necrom it's, has it's Grim and Goemon? Oh, yeah, Goemon, yeah. Goemon. Is that who it is? Yeah, yeah, it's Goemon. Totally forgot about that. Because it's, yeah, it's like the lime green one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the way you said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, someone in the comments is trying not to make a Grateful Do- uh, Grateful Dead joke. <laughs> That's good. And... Common Rider Blade King Form vibe? Yeah, most definitely. 
King I've seen I've Blade. seen the suit and uh, yeah, yeah. King, no, it's definitely the way, very the reminiscent. Trans- and the way he transformed with all all of his all of the cards of the suit went onto it. So the let's only just thing, <laughs> let's just hope it doesn't have the same effect King Form had. I won't go into details, but let's just say it's not. Oh, a good wait thing. a minute! Reading the thing, you can spot the face plates. And the centerpiece will change based on whatever heroic ability might be needed in battle, all leading to the ultimate attack, Omega Formation. Ah, uh, okay. So it's just by default? Because Musashi's zero one. Yeah, so by default, Musashi's in the middle. And then if he changes, if he needs, if he needs Goemon, Goemon's thing will replace it. Yeah. Okay. okay. That That's cool. Um, it's a different driver, so it might actually... Looking at the first picture... He's already transformed as Ghost, and he puts the Grateful Damashi, uh, the G-Driver, well, on. It's an actual icon, so what he probably does is he takes the icon, clicks it, puts it in, closes it, transforms, and then that's what alters the belt. Well, if you look at the first picture, he doesn't. he's not wearing the belt. He might click the icon, and his belt disappears. And then that's he possible. snaps it on and pushes it. Pushes well, the that... button on, on the. Wait a minute, actually. Oh yeah, on the oh, right. Okay. Yeah, he's if not you, even wearing a belt. If you look at it, it's a lever. <laughs> there's a lever, and then there's the giant button on the other side. Well, because there's like two pictures of him in normal go- ghost form. There's the one where yeah. he's like, it looks like he's got it, and then off to the right. There's the one where he's holding belt. it with his left hand. Okay. Which I I would love to see it. He like he pulls the lever, and it it's like. It put, draws all the the icons into it, like Trideron did with uh, the uh, shift car, the shift cars. Yeah. But yeah. Final piece of news: we've got more Morphicon news stuff, and this one actually makes me really excited that I'm going. And um, I don't have this link, so yay. Well, I already told you the list, so we've got. No, you didn't. I told you who it was. No, you didn't. <laughs> okay, so we've got one, two, six more people added. Uh, first up is Michael Hollander, who played J.B. Reese in VR Troopers. Yes, you did. For I those of it. you who don't know who that is, that's not Ryan Steele. That's not Brad Hawkins. That was the other dude who was a VR Trooper. Not the guy in the TV, but the other guy. Okay, just making sure you guys understand that. <laughs> Then we have I feel, Kimberly. I feel like we're part of a Dora the Explorer special. Do you know who Basically. the black? Do you know who the black VR trooper was? Pause. Good. Basically, <laughs> sometimes I have. I feel like I need to do that. Um, then we have Kimberly Crossman, who played Lauren Sheba in Super Samurai, who was the Red Ranger, the second one. Um, then we have Illa Valuk. I don't know how to say his name. But Master Org from Wild Force. Nice. Complete with the robot eye, too. No, I'm joking. I don't think he's going to have the robo eye. (laughs) That would be interesting. And then we have Aaron Cahill, or Cahill. Uh, Cahill. uh, Time Force Pink Ranger. I mean, she's kind of a mainstay. And she's also paired with Jason Font, the Time Force Red Ranger. They always are. Always. And the last one is my personal favorite ranger of all time. Next to Chase, obviously. But this one's more important to me because it was more of my childhood. Selwyn Ward. Ah. TJ. Yeah. First black leader of the Power Rangers. 
first black leader with the Power Rangers. <laughs> and he was the first black Red Ranger, too. Yeah. Well, leader. I mean, when you think Power Rangers, you think leader always equals red. Unless it's like the Alien Rangers. Alien white was. Rangers. That's the only one. Well, also for a time, Wild Force was yellow-led. But that was before they had a red. Yeah. And I mean, you can even kind of make a suggestion that Jen was the leader of Time Force. For the most part, yeah. Like, at least for the first right. half. Yeah. And then and then she just kind of fell in love with... Yeah. With Wes, and then it just kind of mm-hmm. turned him into the leader. So, yeah. So, <laughs> TJ, a.k.a. the guy who replaced Tommy in Turbo, who gladly replaced Tommy because he needed to yep. leave... To go get his degree in paleontology in less time than it takes for me to graduate college. Yeah. <laughs> and the in-space Blue Ranger. Not in... I said in-space. In-space Blue Ranger. In-space. So, he's the one I'm mo- most excited for because TJ, next to Jason as the Gold Ranger, were a lot of my childhood. Yeah. Like, heroes. They were my childhood heroes. And I consider TJ to be the Turbo Red Ranger, like in the Forever Red episode. I don't consider Tommy as it, because Tommy was just sort of a placeholder. Yeah. It was a carryover. So yeah, if you're going to Morphicon, there's more stuff. In which you are going. Yes. And we have now two in Space Rangers. Christopher you, Kamen Lee and Selwyn Ward. Are you going to try and, like, talk with Eric about having just, like, a grand old time with that group over there? Oh, I'm definitely going to meet up with them. Yeah, because I, 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 like, I feel like Eric would be a good way to get used to that place. Hopefully he'll let you, like, tag along in certain places. Where he can, where you can anyway, because I'm sure he's got sort of some sort of, like, press pass to a place you can't go i mean i was just like hanging out with him outside of the convention center as well because for me it's going if i'm going and my girlfriend ends up going with me we're just going to be exploring the convention floor and i'm gonna like make notes of what i see and take pictures and then if you can well if i can and then see if i can meet up with eric and the rest of them because ap's gonna be there too the entire ranger command crew is going to be ap's gonna be there I think so. So I'm going to have to find someone wearing a Lost Galaxy Yellow Ranger helmet. Not Lost I'm Galaxy. Ki- Lightspeed I'm Rescue. Actually, Lightspeed I'm Rescue. Kinda... Wow, I am horrible. <laughs> I'm actually kind of curious if she's going to uh, she... actually not wear a helmet. She doesn't actually have a helmet. Oh, so you're so people are going to actually see what she looks well, like. Well, I, I know her first name. I don't. And I'm not going to you know, I'm not gonna be like, no. tell me now, tell me. No, well, because she was the one who sent me the... Uh, the psych bobbleheads that oh, the mail okay. service fucked up. Okay. Uh oh yeah, there's one little last piece of news. We're getting more ranger keys because why not? Yeah. We're finally getting more female keys. But I really don't care. I I got my fill of keys. If I can find the Ninja Storm set, the last like the Ninja Storm key set B with uh the two Thunder Rangers and Cam. I'll be happy. I have every ranger that I want. I have the entire Jungle Fury team. I have basically the entire RPM team, except for um, 
except for uh, black. Do you have the? Uh, did that? Did they make a silver gold? No, I don't think key? so. No, because I know they. I, because I'm this new key sure. set doesn't have any super mega force in it, or even oh, mega okay. force. Like it's. Um, I'm pulling up the key list now. Because so. I was pretty sure they made one for the Japanese Ranger keys. They might have, but they did make the gold key, and the gold key does exist, but... Well, no, I made an actual key that's, you know, the, the gold-silver split one. Oh, no. No, we didn't get that. Yeah. That's dumb. Okay, okay, so that's a... I have to go to a Facebook link? Okay. So... We're getting a re-release. No, we're getting. I guess we're getting the. Yeah, we're getting the last two Mystic Force keys that we need, um, along with a re-release of Daggeron. We're getting the two girls from uh, Time Force with the translucent. We're actually getting a Time Force yellow key, which we didn't have beforehand. Um, we're getting an Emily key from Samurai, a Cassie key from In Space. With translucence of the others. Um, we're actually getting the rest of the light speed set included with the Titanium Ranger. Nice. So I might need to pick that one up. Um, RPM comes with uh, the with the Black Ranger. Uh, and then a translucent red and a translucent gold. Which is a very missed opportunity for the gold-silver key split. That was a very big missed opportunity. Uh pink operation overdrive with translucence of blue and mercury yellow wild force with translucent silver and red uh yellow spd with translucent shadow and re uh red with no cat ranger key um then lost galaxy pink with translucent magna defender and leo oh wait we do have a mega force set we have a standard Mega Force set with the two girls and translucent Troy. Because like his personality, he's very transparent. <laughs> That's good. Oh, I am so glad I made that joke. That's uh, good. But yeah. So we're getting translucent Daggeron, translucent Jen and Lucas from Time Force, translucent Antonio and Mike from Samurai, translucent Andros and carlos for some reason we need another carlos key <laughs> and uh yeah i won't lie out of in out of in space i actually feel like my favorite would be black not so much carlos but more of like the suit and the powers that go with that one yeah no definitely the suit looks cool carlos is just kind of a bumbling bumbo yeah and then, you know, Adam had to save the day by almost killing himself that one time. Which was awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, those are the new keys. Because apparently we still need keys as we're getting more and more chargers and variants of zords. And I mean, they're still doing it in Japan, so I mean, why not? Well, Japan it makes sense because it sold so well in Japan. Gokaiger... Yeah was crazy i mean yeah well yeah because there's also more collectors for japan stuff than there is american stuff at least it's the way i look at it 
Yeah, there's more collectors and it's more profitable there. Also because it's higher quality and yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's so if all these are American released, toys. the one key we'll be missing is Turbo Yellow. We'll still be missing Ashley slash Tanya's Turbo Key. Yeah. Which I, is I know kind someone, of sad. We're missing actually of that's of the main rangers. We're still missing if they so are inclined to do the Spirit Rangers and oh, yeah. um Cat Ranger and Nova Ranger from SPD. SPD Gold Ranger. <laughs> God no. No, they would be they'd be more inclined to do an SPD Boom Ranger. Which we yeah, get our true. first orange key here. Yeah. Oh, someone's selling their Tommy Morpher on eBay. For $91? No, I have a Tommy Morpher. Could you imagine if it was signed and someone tried to get it for like 200 bucks, Just because it was signed? Mighty, yeah. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number zero. Red Ranger with Dragon Shield variant. $280. Wow. That's so sad. There's eight different variants for issue zero. And issue one has like 20. Like, I know there's comic book variants, but I didn't know it was that bad. Again, this is why I don't buy toys. Even if I had money, I wouldn't buy toys. Or comics. Buy anything that had to do with Power Rangers. Yeah. I wouldn't buy anything that had to do with Power Rangers. Except well, maybe the Legacy Communicator. Digital. Dude, I need, I need I that like... Legacy Communicator more than I need Air. But... When does that come out again? Uh, July, I believe. It'll... I think it's coming out this summer. I won't. I won't lie. I'm hoping it is still out, so maybe I can beg my parents to get me one for my birthday. Well, you might end up having to get the Tommy one. I might beg them a month beforehand and be like, "Can this be my birthday present?" and just get it for me now rather than later. Because the only reason why I'd want it, I don't know if Jason's communicator looked different when he was Zeo Gold or how different it looked. But I, I don't think it did. I just I think, think it, they it was put just gold black in there instead of any other color. Okay, because they might re-release that when they get to Zio, which would be cool. But if they don't, then I can just go with the Zack slash Adam communicator and be happy. Yeah, I'd go with blue. And then I'd just say, you know, it's retro, man. As Chase when I cosplay <laughs> as him, it's retro, yeah. man. Ah, uh, toys. Toys always bring out the worst in fandoms. It's not the only thing that does it, but it always does. Well, also relationships, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's it for the news. And so we're going to roll right into the Tokusatsu TV show discussions with... I don't know. Which one do you want to do first? Let's go with what's fresh. Dino Charge? Okay. Yep. So we just watched the newest episode of Dino Charge, but before that, we're going to talk about why you shouldn't accept pillows from strangers. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Like, how did Shelby not see this coming? It's like, oh, a pillow from a stranger. Let me just sleep on it. Right? And then Heckle had all the Energems in his hand, and Shelby's like, hey, wait a minute. Why do you have all the Energems in your hand? You're not a nice person. <laughs> and she was about to shoot him. 
And then Riley has it like stuck in his helmet, so he's just going crazy. Oh. The episode was kind of dumb, but it was kind of fun at the same time. Because cause what I don't like is how they, like, I always say, like, certain episodes of the Sentai are better than the episodes of Power Rangers. But I like what they did with the Sentai one, because in the Sentai one, it was just, they fell asleep, and they had nightmares. So they had to try and stay awake for the whole episode. That was the whole thing. And it was a green focus episode, first of all, rather than a pink so that was the whole thing there and then they bring it to Power Rangers and they're like yeah um I got this pillow I don't know who it's from but I'm gonna sleep on it anyway like well because Shelby's studying for her business exam and what really saved the episode for me was Shelby's dad (laughs) because he's like ice cream I'm like Colonel Truman stop it (laughs) (laughs) Zeltrax. He, played in another... he was the voice of Zeltrax. Is that Zeltrax's too. voice? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. He played a different character, too. I don't know who it was. He um, played a different character in Power Rangers. He was in. I believe he was in Ninja Storm, too. Ninja Storm, yes. When Cam went back in time to get the uh, samurai. And he thing. might have been in Jungle he Fury was... as well. I don't remember who he was in. No. That no, no. That was so. Master Mao was someone different. Yeah, completely yeah. different. My brain was like Mao. Mao. Mao looks more like Middle Eastern. <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah, just. I, I didn't see that episode. That was. It was hilarious though. Yeah. And Coda's like ice cream. <laughs> I Coda's just like food. And I don't know. It was. It was kind of. It was kind of funny. And then she tells her dad, Hey, Dad, I want to go into paleontology. And he's like, You don't want to do business? Okay. Go study dinosaurs. I I was happy that you wanted to take on business, but you don't love doing this? Then don't. That was the lesson of the episode. If you don't like... If you don't want to follow down your parents' path, you don't have to. Do what makes you happy. Yep. And that is a really good lesson to children, because... There are a lot of adults in this world who hate their jobs. And your job is not really supposed to cause you that much stress. But yeah. It was a fun, fun time. And we now know that Shelby has money because of an uh, ice cream empire. Ah, <laughs> oh, ice cream. <laughs> And that Riley understands business. That's not surprising. But he lives on a farm. On a farm. Yeah. Farms have to do with business. Yeah, but I don't think that. I think his brother was more inclined. Also, what is his family up to? What is his dog up to? Who knows? Find out more at eleven. Who cares? Who who cares about the brother? I want to know what his dog's doing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm more worried because his brother's not a ranger. Of course, he's now still a candidate for silver. Yeah. Rusty. Rusty and Keeper. Keeper is still in the running for silver. So so we have Rusty, Riley's brother, and Keeper. Yeah, sounds about right. Yep. Or for some reason a giant bird bird decides to show up. 
That would be hilarious. <laughs> Keeper's true form, Torin. <laughs> no, Keeper finally evolves. Oh yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> dinosaurs and birds are very genetically similar. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, and then the following episode was a chase-centric episode, um, a date with danger, which ironically is the same episode title as an episode of In Space, where Astronema and Zane go on a date, yeah. and where Astronema, I believe, gets her purple jacket. Which we all, which a lot of people were thinking, oh yay, in space purple. No, no. People, I I've actually seen people call her in space purple ranger, and I'm like, she's not a ranger. The communicator was purple, and she had the the, the the purple jumpsuit. I don't give a damn. She didn't have a morpher. She didn't transform. She was not the purple ranger. End you of story. You know who also had a communicator but didn't morph. Billy? Negative ion charged Billy. Yeah. Rejected Gold Ranger powers Billy. He he wasn't like Zeo Black just because he had a black communicator. Like I said, this man <laughs> makes me question everything. Yeah. But see, then Chase goes on a date with Kaylee and he makes it all about himself. Yeah, I, I won't lie, I skipped like three quarters of this episode because this whole like, I don't know how to deal with women, so I'm just going to do what I want because I feel she'll like it. And then she leaves. And, what did I do wrong? How about you listen to the woman for once in your life, okay? Yeah. And he's like, oh. Shelby kind of beat some sense that. into him. Yeah, because you don't have a after, brain. Though Chase still does have the worst luck in this entire show, I swear. He was electrocuted twice in this episode. And then a girl dumped him for the Black Ranger, who was also him. <laughs> There's a post on Tumblr. Yeah, you said they pulled a Magic Ranger. There is a post on Tumblr called Chase, the unluckiest human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> yeah, you showed me Trapped that. in a cage. Bad toothache. Girlfriend broke his heart and then his skateboard. Had his mind controlled. His sister almost died. He missed his flight, which got rectified by him getting a ride with Santa Claus. (laughs) To be fair, that makes him the most human. We can add also almost getting eaten by a were dinosaur, a were Tyrannosaurus Rex. I can add that to the list. Yeah. I need to add that to the list. That is true. (laughs) It also makes him the most fun character to sort of headcanon out and write. Because he's very human, and there's a lot of things that I can sort of headcanon in, it's kind of fun to mess around with. But... That you're Chase's long-lost brother. (laughs) Brother? Dad? Dad? (laughs) Dad? (laughs) Um, so then he ends up he ends up dating her as the Black Ranger and using an American accent because honestly if he used his normal accent it would have given him away but he actually does James Davies does a really good job with an American accent and I'm like kudos buddy kudos and um 
by the end of the episode, he learns from Keeper, of all people. Um, Keeper shelling out dating advice. <laughs> oh, yeah. To just be himself. He's only been stuck under a rock for a few <laughs> A millennia. few eons. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It was a effort between Shelby and Keeper. And then he's, like, finally true to himself. We also get a new villain. Um, I don't like him. He looks like a birthday cake. He literally looks like a birthday cake. I don't even remember his name, to be honest. Singe? Ah, Singe. That's his name. Oh, yeah, yeah Endorf. Of course, okay, their reaction is like, Who are you? And I'm like, just look on your guys' chest. Don't you guys have that same face on your body, too? <laughs> yeah, that... I don't like how they didn't explain that. They should have explained it like some sort of tracking device, and each one gave off a certain energy if they tried to, like, flee or something like that. Yeah. Rather than just, we all have the same face oh, on us, but... I it, forgot, I forgot to mention. Absolutely nothing. Heckle got fired from his job at the Dinobite Cafe. It's important. <laughs> just to make him even more pissed yeah. off um, so the episode ends uh, they didn't get any new chargers or anything that episode I don't believe um, and then we got to today's episode Roar of the Red Ranger it's a lot of R's yep Roar of the um, Red Ranger a computer virus infected the city, and now robots are attacking the city. And there's only one city left. It's a dome city where they have the Power Rangers who ride. <laughs> Wait, damn! That's the plot of RPM. <laughs> Wait a bit. That's the entire plot of RPM. Never mind. Computer virus got shoved into a computer and sort of infected went all, infected went all the Dino super. Charger or whatever, which I know in Kyoryuger, it's just the fact that he put the charger in his morpher instead of in Minitira that caused that to happen. Yeah. But it it could have made sense that it would have happened this time too. It's like, oh, the machine doesn't work or doesn't respond to it because it's too much of an energy output. No, because see, the the problem was is that in Kyoryuger, it when Yayoi made the charger. They didn't know what it was supposed to do. So she just handed it to Daigo. He put it in the 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 the, more, the device and then was going to do something with it. And that's when the whole, like, shock thing happened. And then he just slumped over and turned into the T-Rex mode. And it took Torin to actually get the thing out. But, of course, they couldn't do that because Torin doesn't exist. No, he doesn't so, exist in any capacity. Minus this, Doom they had Wing. to. Yeah, but instead they had to throw a virus in there because Kendall can't make mistakes, right? She tuned it wrong. She the fact that the morpher couldn't handle that high of an energy output could have made sense. Yeah. But... but no, they had to go with a virus. Well, because we had to bring the villains in somehow. Because yeah, these guys are a better version of Rita Repulsa with um, Goldar and uh, 
Who would Singe be? Singe would not be Goldar. A uh, Rito. And then uh, Poissandra, Curio, and Wrench would be like the squat and Babu. With Wrench being more like um, yeah. Finster. Because Finster's the one who creates yeah. the monsters. And Wrench is the one who made the Magna Beam. And changed the Magna Beam. And also created the Revival Machine. So that sort of works its way out. And um, Heckle is basically both... Rita and Zed at the same time with with yeah. Heckle being more of Rita and Snide being more of Zed it's a very yeah. interesting parallel now that I think about it and Fury is basically Goldar <laughs> <laughs> that is the easiest equivalent right there yeah. <laughs> so if Fury was voiced by Kerrigan Mahan uh, that would have been perfect Oh yeah, that would have been great. But no, uh, we got some other bozo. <laughs> bozo. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just like you kind of like look down on the dude. Instead of this guy, we get this dumbass. No, I'm not knocking is. him. It's just I would have. It would have been cool. It would have been a nice little throwback. But um, so. Tyler does the whole supercharged thing, goes where Dino, and runs into the forest, as one does. And to save the day, Tyler's dad shows up. I mean, Aqua Ranger. Sorry. Um, my bad. Uh, it turns out it's his dad. We saw a picture of him earlier <laughs> on in the episode. His uh, flannel was very cyan. He's wearing a cyan shirt underneath. And you know the Power Rangers logic. If you wear the same color consistently, you're a Power Ranger. Or your Billy. Yep. Or your Billy. Or Fran. Because, yeah. I mean, Fran sort of wore the same thing every day. Uh, Fran always tend to wore orange. I well, think. also, Jungle Karma Pizza's colors were green and orange, so. Yeah, yeah that's but. true. So. Also, we've been kind of assuming that since the episode descriptions came out, because this episode was like, oh, the Aqua Warrior's gonna save him, and the next episode's like, Tyler's hanging out with his dad! I'm like, where the hell did this come from? <laughs> yeah. I won't lie. There was still a part of me that thought that it wasn't going to be his dad. There was a part of me that wished it wasn't. But? That made me wish he was silver. Yeah. And the only reason why was, the first photo we saw of them was in black and white. Yeah. As to not reveal Aqua's mm -hmm. true self. Hell, we thought Aqua was going to be... Well, we, at first we thought Graphite was going to be Riley's brother. Yeah, just based on but, the casting sheets. And then we thought Aqua was going to be... A lot of people thought Hackle was going to be Aqua at first because of... I did, because I of the did hair too, and the magic Because of the thing. hair. Whatever it is, it's not magic. But... I thought so too at first, but then I'm like, wait a minute, he's a bad guy. You never know what can happen. Like they could have, like the magic with the whole like logo on his neck could have been broken, and Snide and Heckle become two different people. And next thing you know, he wasn't actually evil; it was just Snide manipulating him but or see, something like the that. The thing is, it would be kind happen. of too familiar because Mighty Morphin Power Rangers we had Tommy the evil green ranger who then became good 
with you're talking about Saban, right? Like well, and then you do realize the first four years of the Neo Saban era was us all essentially, hey, Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We have this other show. Don't no, pay attention. No, to that. no. But Mighty I'm Morphin also saying Power just Rangers. in the trend of the Dino seasons, we've always had an evil ranger go good. Because I was going to bring up Dino Thunder with oh, yeah, Trent. That's true. It would have been too on the nose. Let's see, again, patterns. But I don't think it's going to stick to pattern this time, because Chip's like, you know, there's these patterns that happened, but uh, screw those. I'm going to do whatever I want, because I'm Chip Lynn. Oh, yeah. I'm Chip freaking Lynn. I mean, yeah, it is. I saved the Power Rangers franchise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll agree with that. Chiplin, savior of the Power Rangers. I had to. I had to. Hey, but yeah. I'm not going against so, that. Just hope Andre doesn't uh, come down on you for copywriting. I don't think he copywritten it. That would more be like Sel- <laughs> Selwyn Ward. But I don't think it would be too bad. Well, he we know Selwyn likes that because you know Andre he did, did too, an interview and or two he did with it Selwyn. twice. And um, yeah, yeah. So the Aqua Ranger is fighting Tyler, and it's like, "Hey, hey, you're not a you're not a dinosaur. You're a human being, Tyler." And we're and we're both watching this together. Yeah, and we're like, okay, yep, yep. It's his dad. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much guaranteed at that point. You hear him say Tyler. Well, he it's also like, he also kind of okay. Okay. The, the sound of his voice too, because we did hear Tyler's dad's voice at the very beginning, in like flashbacks. It's a very long time I ago. I, cu- I couldn't remember. But, what and then like. he demorphs yeah. and he's like, I'm your dad. He kind of demorphed like Cam from Ninja yeah. Storm. How they had like the, the, the camera angle facing up and it was kind of panning around kind of fast and then just mm-hmm. demorphed. Yeah. And then it's just like, I am your father. I, I need to get up for a minute because I. I I need to get up for a minute, I like a second, because I gotta turn down my heater. Okay. So I will be I'm gonna to just for like ramble 10 then for a second. Um so Okay. Then the Tyler gets his sense knocked into him. His his visor breaks, but only to break the virus visor. Because that makes sense. He demorphs and then he looks up at his dad and, and finally we get the line. Dad? And it was it was just it, we both just start cracking up because earlier I also mentioned that in the Deadpool movie he Deadpool says dad in, in a very funny moment but Tyler for this entire series has been like are you my dad are you my dad you're not my dad 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 Kendall are you my dad 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 and finally he has that moment of dad and we find out we find out that cried. his dad has had the Energem for the last ten years, and that's why he missed his birthday party. Rude. Wow. I mean, it's kind of a good reason. <laughs> but you didn't send a postcard or an email. Granted, that would have been 2006. Email wasn't really that big of a thing then. Yeah. Well, oh, wait, email was. I was no, using email was. then. I was using email. 
Yeah. I forgot I'm older <laughs> than Tyler. Email was around in 2006. Chase's age is still up in the air, though. Yeah. I'll get back to you on that one. Everyone else's age is kind of set in stone, except for Coda's and Ivan's. And Phillip's. Well, Coda... <laughs> Coda's a couple million years uh, old. A hundred thousand, Doctor roughly. Who numbers As Yoshi... Point. Yoshi uh, mentioned it, it on Twitter. Uh, I asked him. I feel like that's... Humans haven't well, been. Ar- humans have only been around for a couple hundred thousand years. Yeah, I guess, according yeah. to science, according to religion, it's an entirely different thing. We've only been around for like four thousand years, but we'll ignore that. Yeah, that's a totally that's different subject for an entirely different podcast. Um, <laughs> that yeah. we're we are not one. I be do not want to be a part of. Uh, <laughs> but then we get they run back. Chase is still morphed. And the team's fighting Hunter and Ninja. These names are getting less and less creative each week, I swear to God. Because Hunter is basically a hunter, and Ninja is, in fact, a janitor. I mean, Ninja. (laughs) He's not a janitor. He's a ninja. But it would have been funny if his name was Ninja, and he was a janitor monster. Ninjanitor. Ninjanitor? But... Yeah. Coming to theater near The janitor from Scrubs as Ninja. Janitor janitor by day. Janitor by day. Slamming doors in my house. Rob Schneider is the No, we're not gonna have Rob Schneider do it. (laughs) It's gonna be the janitor from Scrubs. (laughs) That would be good. But yeah. Uh or or the janitor from Ned's declassified school survival. Oh, you mean the voice of Cosmo? From Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah. And Dad from Fairly Odd and Parents? And Dad from Fairly Odd Parents. Who also played Dad in the live action version of Fairly Odd Parents with Drake Bell yes. as Timmy Turner? Yep. <laughs> it all, it's all connected. God damn it. We're the MCU now. Um, but yeah. So then they run to the, to the fight, and we finally get to see. They both did a pose together, and it was the same pose, and it was awesome. And then they they did a quick morph. Sadly, we didn't get to see a full morph, but, you know, it is what it is. Kendall's nowhere to yeah, be that, seen. That She's was... back at the base twiddling yep. her thumbs. And Philip is busy in Xandar doing Prince things in Xandar. Or he had a yoga class to go to. I'm yep. not entirely sure. Someone actually mentioned that on Twitter, and I just about started laughing. (laughs) Seems like a Philip thing to do. Yeah, seems like a Philip thing to do. It's like, I want to be a ranger, but first I have this yoga class I have to go to. Hey, yoga would help. Get all, like, the flexibility and stuff like that. And then um, there was he got the new T-Rex supercharge mode, used it, and then I just... Everyone's like, oh my god, wow! And you just see Tyler's dad, arms crossed. That's my boy. <laughs> he, <Yeah. laughs> he doesn't actually say the line. It's just implied by his expression and body language. Yeah, I mean, and he, was he just had nodding. the arms crossed, his chest was out, and he's like nodding his head like, That's my yep. boy. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> the, the fight scene was actually pretty epic. It was like, oh, 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 oh it's done? <laughs> It was pretty quick, but it was pretty epic. See, this is why I wish we had better music for Power Rangers. It's, like, decent. But the scene that should have happened is 
when the monsters showed up, everybody runs forward. There two you have uh, Tyler and his dad standing side by side. They do a full morph together. They do a roll call together, and as soon as they finish, Dino Charge theme hits. The fight goes with the Dino Charge theme song, finished by Tyler using the supercharge mode. That's My only what question is: happened. How did he know to call Rexy? Shut up! There's a simple set. explanation for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh, like, I don't. I don't care if we moved on from Super Mega Force. <sighs> it, it still happens. Like pe- pe- people think that with Dino Charge becomes. Don't get me wrong. Chiplin has done a thousand. He's done a times phenomenal the job. Four years. I will give. I will give him all the credit in the world. But it's still what? Power Rangers. There are still those things that go unexplained. There are still those things that make you cringe. There are things that make you question why they did them. Like. I was talking with Sean. In the intro, Tyler jumps in the air, kicks something in the chest, and you get the do 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 sound, like the laser sound. And it's like, he kicked something. And then, like, two scenes later, somebody shot something from a gun. Same sound. I'm like, no, these are two totally different actions. Why is it the same sound? And this is what I'm talking about. It's like things have gotten better. Yes. But when you go from the last four years on a scale of one to ten was like a one. We've gone up to maybe a five in my book. It's improved. It's just not what I would consider The thing is, though, that specific incident, the, the laser kick thing, that's just a lazy editing job. This one, though, however can be summed up by how the Power Rangers know how to instantly use their Zords for the first time whenever they get into a new Zord, is the Morphing Grid just basically beams the technology into their brains, and voila. I don't know, I mean, you go back to Turbo, there was the one episode with Tommy who had to look at the manual for his Zord so he could know how it works. Yes, but then at the same time, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers had that as well. Where they like, oh, how do we know how to do this? Oh, we just do. Okay, cool. It's it's a trope I don't like, and I wish they would stop. I won't lie. Just having them, oh, I magically know how to use this now. Well, it's also like how they magically know martial arts. In the case of Billy. Billy, well, to be fair, David Yost was a gymnast. And in the beginning, he didn't... In the beginning, when he first transformed, they had their first fight. He literally climbed a mountain rather than trying to kick or punch one putty. Oh, yeah. Now, and then later, like two years in season three, then he was starting to fight back because he had watched all the others. He had probably gotten, what we're going to say, off-screen training from Tommy, Zach. Or not Tommy. Tom, uh, yeah, just, Tommy, no, Adam, just Jason. Rocky. Just Jason. Lots of Jason. Well, well see, in season this, two, this, in season one, and season, season two. two. I mean, he's he's around so many people that know martial arts that he's bound to pick up things. They're bound to teach him things. So yeah, by season three, he can kick ass just like the rest of them because he's had the training to do so. You know, whereas with Cat, when she first transformed. She was she wasn't doing like roundhouse kicks and all that type of stuff, but she had like a swimming 
type of background. So she kind of knew a little bit of bat. I think she knew ballet too. So I mean, she could hold her own just like Kim did because she only knew gymnastics. You know, but for if if she transformed for the first time, and next thing you know, she's like MMA title belt holder fighting, then it's like, okay, yeah, we have an issue here. Because she didn't know any of this, but now she transforms and automatically knows? Because that's an issue. And then we have Ethan from Dino Thunder. That one is yeah. a lot harder to explain. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot harder to explain. <laughs> I mean, again, I mean, you can kind of go with your theory because, I mean, like, the Energems was giving him... Dino the, Gems. It, it gave him the... the di- what did I say? Energems. Energems. See, there's so many freaking things, man. At least you didn't gems. say Ninja Disc, because that would have oh, just yeah. been completely wrong. <laughs> or Ninja <laughs> Throwing Star. <laughs> I don't know why you're so upset about that. Because it's more syllables than it needs to be. But see, they, they're they both shurikens and ninja stars. I've heard both in different cases. But you can just say ninja star and I'd be okay. But you have to say throwing star? Do you need that extra syllable? Two syllables? Y- you're also talking about power rangers. Oh, that instead of using... <laughs> You know, the the Plesio Zord combination was just in Sentai was uh, Bakuretz Kyoryujin. That's it. It's uh, for it might not be easy for certain people to roll off the tongue, but for them it was easy. You know, and then you get to Dino Charge, and it's like Plesio. It's Megazord. the Plesio Charge Megazord, uh, Pakarex formation. Yeah, and I'm like that does not roll off the tongue. Like, you, you just made this so much more complicated to learn. Like, I don't get me wrong, I don't like Ultrazord, but it's easier to say than that jumble. Well, Ultrazord and Gigazord are a lot easier to say. Exa- I mean, yeah, I will agree with that. Which and we're going to get the Dino, Charge, uh, Dino Supercharge Ultrazord, which is yeah. still more syllables than it needs to be. <laughs> Dino Supercharge Ultrazord Formation. Electric Pac-a-rex. Boogaloo 2. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyways. It's like, it makes so, it so complicated. Episode ends. Monsters destroyed. Everyone's in the Zord. Dino Drive. Dino Super Drive. And then it was badassery. And then that was mm-hmm. that. Kendall's still back at the base going, Why am I not in my own Zord? Mm-hmm. And where's Philip? And then they bond. And at the very end, Tyler and. Who I'm just going to affectionately call Dad. Yeah. Play catch. And it's funny that we don't actually know his name. No, we probably do. It's probably on IMDb somewhere. I'm actually going to look. I feel like it's uh, going back to Fairly Hot Parents. It's like Fairly Hot Parents all over again. All we know him as is Dad. And every time well, we try to hear would his be name, Mr. Knew- it'd be Mr. Navarro. Yeah, but well, just just like you know, Timmy's dad would be Mister Turner, but we don't know his first name. And every time, every time we try to learn, <laughs> ti- every okay, I just googled Dino Supercharge, uh, Power Rangers Dino Supercharge, and the first image that shows up, Keeper Silver Ranger. 
I'm sorry. Uh, I, I can't take this I can't take this show seriously anymore. Nope. It's not possible. <laughs> I wasn't able to as a child, but I, I can't now either. Uh, okay. Well IMDB still classifies it as Dino Charge, so that's good to know. <laughs> if only Nickelodeon did. I mean, technically, the Nickelodeon could. It was just Saban that had to be like, let's just make it, you know, at Super. And I'm like, or you could just be like season one and season two. His first name is James. James James Navarro. Navarro? Huh. Must have got it from casting sides or something. No, that seems like it's pretty accurate. Well, no, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying they might have gotten it from casting sides or something like that I'm now googling it also something I want to point out is how bad Rusty's accent is oh it's horrible um, it's so bad <laughs> James Navarro it's on the it's on the Ranger wiki as well hmm yeah but now after almost a year of having the Ankylosaurus by itself, we now have the Ranger to go with it. Mm-hmm. Finally. And it's about time, too, because it's about time where they, uh, in Kyojir, where they started looking for the, uh, the, the stone things so they could, uh, bring Bragigus back. So we'll have to see what they do with that. He is portrayed by Ruben Turner, who was 28 at the time, who was 28, 29, just a few years older than Brennan Mejia, who portrays his son. I just want to point something out. Hmm. He's the same age as me. That's kind of scary. Yeah, that's scary. Like, you know you're old when the Power Rangers are younger than you. When I come... Compared to when I first started watching and they were like my yeah, sister's When I age. first started watching, I was like I was not even a year old. And now I'm older than most of the current uh, current Rangers. In terms of their age on the show. I'm roughly the same age as everyone else on that show on the show. Yeah. Roughly. But so does so does that mean I can be your father? No. <laughs> We've already had this discussion. <laughs> I don't need no dang father. <sighs> I'm happy where I'm at. But that's the end of Dino Charge right there. I mean, next week we get another Tyler-centric episode. Tyler's hanging out with his dad and has to go dunk his inner gem in lava. Just casually. Dunk. You know, as you do. As you do. Anyways, okay. Rider or Sentai? Your uh, pick. I'm leaving it up to you. Save the worst for last. So we'll save the painting episode of Ghost for last? Yes. <laughs> Alright, we got our, finally we got our new Sentai in. Animal or Dobutsu Sentai. Juoja. I have two words to say about this. Thank God. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> because 
first episode alone leaps and bounds over the entire Ninja series. The theme song just made, like, I know when a Sentai season is going to be good when I don't have to skip over the title scene. The title yeah. credits. I I do just because I do, but I don't hate it. And Juodra's theme song is just fun. It's fun. Well, yeah, and the guy, the guy who sings it, um, I don't know his name offhand because Japanese names and they're difficult for me, but he's he's a really good singer. He's sang, uh, he sang the uh, the Hurricanes are opening. Um, he sang. I was gonna say if you said Gal Ranger, I'm like, so why is Lion Howe doing this voice? But it wasn't <laughs> no. Gal Ranger. Hi, dog. My dog wanted to say hi. I was just getting at a more comfy angle. Woof. Um, but yeah, so yeah. he's a good singer. He said he also sang. He sang the carnival song for Kyojuger. Mina de Carnival, something oh. like that. I think it was for the end of the GoBuster right. movie. So, all right, and there's a lot of other songs so, he sang so too. We start off with our first character, Yama, Yamoto? Or Yamato? Yamato. Yamato. Yamato? Yamato? Yamato. I don't know. Uh, he has a cube. Uh, his, uh... Jesus Christ. His uncle is weird. And uh, he's a zoologist. It's a me, Mario. It's Uncle Mario. Which, it's, I really want him to say that, because they did that in Assassin's Creed with your Uncle Mario in Assassin's Creed 2. And it was hilarious. Because I did not see that coming. And then, I want to see that now. Or he ends up having a brother, and his name is Mr. Luigi. Ha! It's Japanese. It's more po- It's more possible to do it there than it is here. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah... He finds the world cube, puts his cube in because he's silly, and gets transported into the Jew world. The Jew world. I think they called it Jewland. Jewland? Jewland? Yeah. And Something he like meets the Jewmans. Mm-hmm. And then they all get drug dragged in to his world Tusk is like I'm gonna be dark and brooding and leave me alone I'm gonna take your cube away from me meh after they've of course the four of them the four Jumans change and they're like yeah we we can do this and then Yamato's like I wanna do it too and he does and they're all like what? I thought only we could do that okay alright cool and and then Bald Eagle shows up because Murica. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that happened. Um, they do their Instincts Awaken thing. Uh, Eagle gets wings, obviously. Uh, shark gets shark fin and ability, and, like, claws and water abilities. Uh, Lion gets giant claws. Tiger does the same. Tiger does the same. Elephant gets huge feet. So combined, they'll be the weirdest looking animal ever. With really huge hands. 
really big feet, wings, and a shark fin. That would be interesting. Yeah. And then you just have Nito go and be like, Chimera? Dad? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to bring him up. I'm... Uh, he was the only real good part about Wizard. Yeah, yeah, and that's not really saying much. No. Mr. Mayonnaise. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, second episode. Yamato gets his cube taken by Tusk. And he's like, I'm going to be dark and brooding over here in this corner. And then we get everyone introduced to Mr. Mario. And they have their human forms. And, uh, let's see. Tiger has really strong taste buds. Lion is loud. I don't know what Shark's special ability is. Shark's ability, from what I can tell, is the ability to turn anything into a water-like substance. Like, she she does this sort of, like, arm thing, and then jumps up and, like, does, like, a a backflip type of thing and then dives into the ground as if it was water and then comes out and does like the swirly thing because CG. Okay. I think that's what her, what she can do. And then... Go underground. And then like Elephant has a giant taste, uh, sense of smell. Yeah. Which means just throw garlic at him and he'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, not much else really happened we find out that the aliens are doing this because it's a game to them they all have coin slots on them for some strange reason everything's coin based which is kind of funny kind of interesting and I'm very intrigued how this will play out and they all get a continue coin in order to grow big okay Um, yeah, it just, it was fun. I had fun watching it. I did oh, like Tusk the first eventually episode. joins the rest of them, and he walks in and he passes out because of smells. But, yeah. I did like in the first episode, where they were going to uh, form the Megazord, I'm just going to call it that. Jewel King? The Megazord. Yeah. <clears throat> and Red flies through, and then... Uh, blue and yellow fly through and then green and white try to go through and it stops and white's like or no was it blue that said like hey we're going ahead or something like that and it's like oh i guess it's first come first serve and then the, the yeah. following episode's like i guess we're the first come first serve this time yeah and i think that's what tiger said but yeah it just seemed like it was it was fun. It, it's going to be a fun... It's probably going to be a fun year. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like I said, we're already leaps and bounds over Nain Ninja. And then our last little bit of Toku news. We had the case of Igor and the Painter. Oh, God. Igor is the a Igor very episode interesting was case. Good. I find Igor very interesting because he has a prototype Mega Uloader. He has a... And you know how Javert, which his name is now Javert in the subs because everything about the Ganmas are French. So we have Elaine and Javert and um, 
he just puts the icon down and by his belt and he transforms into his Ganma form. But Igor does that too, but then he puts another icon into his Mega Uloader and transforms a second time. Yeah, he gets he gets the hoodie like Ghost does. He gets well he gets basically a writer form almost. Yeah. But most of the other Ganma are like that too. They're base Ganma who are then given an object that turns into an icon that they drop in front of their uh, driver and then it activates sort of thing. So when he destroys them, it separates. The Ganma body explodes and then so does the jacket. Turns into the object and the object explodes. Yep. So I found that to be interesting because he ends up being the knife guy this time so the knife guy's back stealing people's souls again and um yeah it and the whole newton himiko thing gets fixed by the end of it and through yeah through the understanding the of akari and onari yeah because they were com- they were comparing yeah. akari and onari to uh himiko and newton since they're like uh mindsets were like clashing <coughs> yeah and it worked and everything was great monster destroyed uh makoto's still under elaine's uh, alan's spell he hasn't he hasn't despectered yet he has been specter for almost four days in the show now he hasn't eaten yeah. or gone to the bathroom in four days. He hasn't showered in four days. I feel bad yeah. for him. He deserves a pizza after this. <laughs> no, he'll, they'll probably get like he a gigantic He deserves like a whole pizza ramen. to himself. I mean, whatever works. I would like a giant pizza to myself. Well, yeah, but you're also, you know, an American. Whereas in Japan, where he'd probably want like... I know it's kind of stereotyping, but you know he'd want like a giant bowl of ramen, or you know some of those, some of that uh, takoyaki from the old woman that Alan keeps confusing for icons. Yeah, because that is the funniest for? thing. Is like, really? is that an icon? I'm just like, you're an idiot. She ate it. He's like, oh my god, you ate an icon. What are you, a monster? And I'm like, you're one to talk. <laughs> Using your own icon to control your former best friend? Rude. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, then that was that. And then the next and that episode was... That was a was... good episode, and then we go to a bad episode. It wasn't so much bad as it was more of a disappointment. It The episode I, itself... I just... Minus some of the tone, like there were some parts of it that were good, but for the most part, I just was like, "Why are we still doing this?" We have the lame Toku trope of, "Oh, I'm a bad guy, but I'm not. I'm really a good guy. I'm just a part of the bad guy species, so I have to be bad." Yep. And then by the end, he's turned bad somehow, and then they have to destroy him because they will do that next week. Yeah. Of course, oh, the one thing is Onari's Onari's head keeps changing into a painting, and that was hilarious. We also got introduced to our token American of the season, 
who is going to be a bad guy later on, according to what I've been reading. He was in the building that got turned into a painting as well. Oh, yeah. He's apparently going to be a bad guy. <sighs> but Onery's head changing into a painting was hilarious. His first reaction seeing the apples change was like, What? And then his head starts changing. He's like, why is my head tingly? Oh, God, what is happening? And I'm like, it's because you're bald, dude. Grow some hair. <laughs> and then this wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Ghost's uh, driver changing. Like, all of the painting stuff was kind of funny. I enjoyed that. It was silly in a way that was fun. It wasn't over-the-top silly, or wasn't trying too hard to be silly. <coughs> I didn't like it because it just turned Onori back into to Bon Bon again. It did, but, I mean, sometimes you gotta do that. And, you know what, I think it's gonna be rectified after this week. Well, yeah, because it'll be the uh, end of the two-parter. And hopefully Spectre gets out soon. Man needs to shower. He will. He'll be out. He'll be out at least by the time the Sentai Rider crossover happens. So by the time Grateful Damashi becomes a thing? Yeah. Because he's supposedly going to get a mid-season form too. Oh yeah. The... Well, he's going to end up getting his final form. Which is Deep Kanzen Spectre. Deep Spectre. Like yeah, that's what it was. And it's going to be basically the uh, Hyper Beast slash, uh, well, I'm not going to use Kaito as an example because his wasn't really a mid-season upgrade, um, or uh, Dead Heat for Mach. It's going to yeah. be like their final, quote, final forms. Mach didn't really get a final form until like the second to last episode with Chaser Mach. Which is still probably my favorite scene in all of Ryder. Which one? The chaser mock scene. Like that entire oh, fight yeah. scene. And then afterwards. Just that entire chunk. From that episode. Yeah. Oh, so good. I had to go like, back and re-download that. It was what I wanted all of Drive to be like. It's what I wanted Ninja to be like. Because like. The but. whole fight was great, and then capped off by uh, that last name. little line. It said, "It said go for it, uh, Bono." Yeah, no, what? not him. Actual. Oh, go, go. Yeah, that whole just the scene was so well done. And again, that's why, like, you would never see that in an American show. You would never see that. So for that to happen, and you explain to people, keep in mind, this is a kid's show. And it would blow their minds. Because you would never see that in an American kid's show. Never. Well, the closest we got was Zordon and Andros. Andros breaking Zordon's tube. That was the closest, yeah. even though Zordon's not the bad guy. The level of intensity of that scene, or the scene where uh, Kendrix dies in the pow uh, to the yeah. tenth power, 
Or yeah, that's actually a good one. Um, oh God, there was another scene that I'm thinking of. Uh, I mean, you the, can the make final save, scene, the final yeah. scene, the final scene in Wild Force where they have all their powers are gone and they're standing up oh, to yeah. That's a good one. Master Org. There's there are incidents or again within space where uh everyone was standing up to astronoma saying that they were the power rangers like there yeah. are few moments where there's I, this high intensity uh, moment i just remembered another one from uh, rpm where uh, oh yeah yeah gold and silver disappear yeah yeah they were deleted one. Yeah. From existence. Yep. Like, Power Rangers has delved into that dark territory before. They don't do it that often. Because you have those moments. But then there's... You have your moments of levity, like... Ernie's Froyo machine breaks down. Or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> or Chase left the burgers on the grill for too long and now they're burning. Yeah. Or you just have yep. Yoshi walking around humming the Kyoryuja theme. Just willy-nilly. Yeah. That was good, too. Like, most of Power Rangers has those levity, like, those moments of levity. But then you have those dark, dark moments, which is why I love those specific seasons in question, like, that I mentioned. Because of those moments. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Wild Force, but that moment was very, very emotionally charged and it was great or actually the last one I'm thinking of is Ninja Storm the Rangers powers are all gone and Lothor's there taunting them and it's like oh we we don't we're not Power Rangers but we still may not be Power Rangers but we still have power and they just throw him into the abyss and I'm just like power of air dude (laughs) I'm just like dude they're faced up against the odds, and they will take it down. Like, I feel like by the end of Unless the Dino you're... Charge, they're going to end up, like, all the Energems are going to be taken away, and they're going to be, like, they're still going to fight back, and they're still going to somehow morph and win. Unless you're part of Power Rangers Operation Overdrive, in which you turn into a pansy and walk away from everything. <laughs> They were hired. That's the thing. That's the thing that people seem to forget is that everyone but Mac was hired. They didn't fall into the powers. They weren't chosen. They didn't do that because they felt some duty to save the world. They were doing it... Point still stands, though. Yeah, they were doing it because some archaeologist was like, Hey, I need you to find these gems so I can put them in my collection. To be fair, Lightspeed Rescue probably also hired in some sort. Oh, they they were, but they were hired to save the world, not to find a crown for some pompous archaeologist. Technically, technically in saving the crown, they'd be saving the world. Yeah, but that wasn't the primary objective for Andrew Hartford. Andrew Hartford's primary objective was to get the crown. Yeah. Which makes him lame as a series mentor. 
That whole series is lame. Right. The butler's more of a mentor. Oh yeah, the butler was the oh, best definitely. character in the whole show. Especially his interactions with Bridge. Here's your toast, Master Bridge. Is it... Yes, it is indeed buttery. And I'm like... No, it's the butteriest. Ah, that made me happy. <laughs> yep. But yeah. That, that's really it. Ghost didn't really have much else. It's just painting. Oh, also, a little... Little side note, like a couple weeks ago or something like that, there was, it was National Toast Day, and Matt Austin on Twitter actually put a that a gif of that, of the the whole like butler asking it's it's the butteriest or something like that, and I thought that was cool. You know, <laughs> he is by far one of my favorite Ranger actors. Oh yeah, just because he still does that, like he doesn't have to. Yep. He just does because he can. You gotta know where you come from, man. Know what gave you your start. And if you don't, and you don't look back, nobody's gonna care. Yeah. I mean, his his, his you, uh, Twitter uh, bio still says, also played a Power Ranger who loves buttery toast. Yeah. I mean, unless you're someone like a former Pink Ranger who likes to uh, exploit the fandom. Also, I'm just on his Twitter feed right now. Uh, National Toast Day, four days ago. And he just posted pictures of toast. Like, sourdough toast. A gif of toast rubbing butter on itself. I've seen Three different one. kinds of rye toast. Yep. Like, this man is just fun. <laughs> And I, I like how we're starting to get reunions. Yeah. Like, how how we've got, like, a turbo one, and people want to do, like, space ones and all of that. Well, like, I mean, Zane's get... actor just got back into the fandom. He's now on Instagram. Justin Nimmo is oh, on Instagram now. I huh. follow him. On, well, Christopher Kamen Lee, his Instagram account posted about that. And I'm like, yes. Today was totally made for Bridge. It's and Matt Austin replied, "It's like it's my birthday." He replied to Ra- he quoted Ranger Command's tweet. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so is that all? We I got? believe so. Yeah. I just want I want toast now. I'm getting a also, burrito. We so sk- what? We sk- we skipped over the t- the the painter episode, but no, oh, no we, we talked, about, we talked it. about it. It just yeah. wasn't significant enough to talk about because it's just nope. paint. And a, I probably won't Onari's watch next week's episode. I'll let you know. I'll yeah. let you know how it is. If anything's revealed, I'll let you know. Because I'm going to end up watching it anyways. Because I've got nothing better to do. Even though I have a million and like seven you- things I should be doing. Because it was like the one episode in Ninja where uh, Yoshi was there. I downloaded the episode. I watched the first 30 seconds, which is the part he was in, and then I stopped watching. Yeah. So. Oh, did you like, did you did you see my tweet that I made three days ago? On this no. week's Geek Tokupod, I come back from the dead. Oh, yeah. Again. I saw and that. also, I talked yeah. not about nonsense for hours with you. 
And it's a picture of Joey from Friends going, Blee, blue, blah, blay, blee, do, blah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I saw that. I remember that. My mom just told me I was being a little too loud. But yeah. It's 5.30. Who gives a damn? Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> if it was like 1.30 in the morning, I've okay, you could have a right to say it. But... Time, but okay. Again, it doesn't matter. It's 5.30 in the afternoon. For me, at least, yeah. So, uh, we're done. I'm going to get a burrito soon. Yeah, we're so. done. Yay me. Burritos. I've never had a burrito. I have barely had any Mexican food in my entire life. So, I guess Ilian is not a good place to go if you want Mexican food? Oh, no. The only restaurants we have here are two local pizzerias and a McDonald's. That's kind of sad. Yep. You. If I want anything else, I can go to Herkimer, which is a little bit away. You need to go to Taco Bell, uh, stat, and get yourself a beefy five-layer burrito. That would cost money. It costs... And that I, literally costs a dollar. I've had too much to eat. Okay. I had but, I had a turkey I had a I mean like tomorrow. sandwich. Yeah, uh, a turkey sandwich, chips and applesauce, and then like 2 hours later had a bowl of goulash. So I mean I'm not going to be eating for a while. I mean tomorrow or whenever. Because you know yeah. what? It is a inexpensive burrito, but it is delicious. It's five layers of delicious goodness. Cheese, meat, rice, more cheese, and sour cream. <laughs> well, there's two different types of cheeses. That makes up two of the layers. Welcome to the Taco Bell podcast. <laughs> the Talking Taco Bell podcast. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So we the, got ge- the geek, the, the no, geekishly, the geekishly taco? taco, the geekishly taco podcast. Oh god. I need to I need to save that for when we do an episode in May. <laughs> I'm going to save that. In I'm going to write that down somewhere. Maybe you can talk someone into making a geekishly taku podcast picture. I don't know. I'll see what Eric's up to. I don't know about Jordan. <laughs> Jordan might be busy. Yeah. Or I might just do it myself. I have Photoshop. Do it. All right. That All right. will yeah, be the end, end of that. Um, I'm on Twitter, FooMixaClot. You can get him, Snarky Sean. Uh, podcast is GeekTokuPod on Twitter. If you're listening to this and you have no clue how you found it, wow, good on you. Um, we'll be back in a couple weeks with more stuff. Oh, also, Taco uh, follow and... Taco Bell at Taco Bell. Tell them the Geek Toku Pod set you. <laughs> yeah. Sponsorship. Not really. <laughs> but if you do, you can but if help. you do, go to Taco Bell, get yourself a quesalupa or a beefy five-layer burrito. It won't serve you wrong. Not now, but maybe in a couple hours it might. Oh, uh, yeah, Taco Bell syndrome is very prevalent. <laughs> okay well have a good night day nine or nooning is what i say because it encompasses everything and uh we'll see you in two weeks bye bye see ya <音楽><音楽><音楽><音楽>
地球を守るために。